What's up, guys, and welcome back. It's your boy, Sean, and we are here with another episode of the Black Entourage Podcast. Of course, I am here with the usual suspects, Amir and Jamal. Yo. Another week older. How you fellas doing? Good. I don't fucking have to say it like that. <laughs> that's what it is, right? Another week older. I feel great. Good. Good. How about you? Oh, not horrible. Not horrible? Yeah. How's everyone's mental? It's been a rough week for Atlanta. My mental's already crazy. Yo, why has it been Somebody tried to rob our cars last night. Really? Yeah, like somebody literally, like Marie woke up and she was in the bathroom. She was like, oh shit, somebody's trying to rob us. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Long story short, like these niggas came up to our cars and they was trying all the cars inside of the neighborhood. So they started off over there next to the other trucks. And they're just pulling on car handles see which ones to are see open. which ones are open. And these niggas on camera literally came up to my car, opened it, it was locked. Came up to my girl's car, tried to open it, it was fucking locked. And then they ran to the neighbor's yard, but they have a dog chained up outside. So then they just take the fuck off down the street and they stop trying cars. Yeah. But long story short, like we had to go to Home Depot, we bought a ladder, we bought floodlights and all types of shit because we could have got these niggas' faces, but it was too dark. Yeah. But, um... That's what I was doing this morning. Listen, it's all about protecting your stuff, right? Yeah. Protecting your safety. I never forget when the uh, one time my dad was here. Uh, he had just bought the truck. They put it on block. They took every single tire off my dad's brand new truck and had this shit sitting on cinder blocks <laughs> like we was in the middle of New York City yeah. here in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> And then ever since that, niggas went full, niggas, shit will not happen again. There's security happen. all around this bitch. There's floodlights all around this bitch. We got two different security. Niggas will not ever touch, like, fool me once. You got me, nigga. Yeah, you got me. You got it. But it's so crazy because my strap was in the car. So it's like, Ooh, in my head, like, if it was unlocked, they would have got the pistol. And then if they would have got the pistol, they would have been robbing niggas for real. Like, yeah, could have been robbing. They would have robbing niggas. For, they would have been robbing niggas for real. Yeah, cause it's not their gun. Yeah, I remember that happened to me. I left my car open, my old car before this one, and niggas got in the car. I came outside one day. I think I was going to CVS. I came in the car one day. It was just everything from my glove box was on my fucking uh, passenger seat. Like, like, don't got shit. Don't got <laughs> shit. <laughs> I, was, I, I was like, sorry. Bro. Chose the wrong car. Chose the Chose wrong, the wrong car. car. Yeah, man. So glad everyone's doing uh, all right. Rest in peace to oh uh, take, to off. take off. That was uh, pretty hectic news to kind of hear. Uh, why is it just the rap? community and our black people that we have to live in fear around ourselves because, because why, why is that like it's like we make a status for ourselves make a, and then we i don't want to blame it on no no i'm just saying in general i'm taking this completely off of that situation no 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 but more I'm times than not in, in general yeah i don't want to put it on hip-hop because hip-hop has always been but black people still kill more black people when it comes to People that are doing better. See, than that. see, that's a that's another misconception. People kill people that are in their area. Like mm-hmm. if you go to rural, uh, but they're not chasing down Taylor Swift in California. Well, they're not running down the actors in California, but they're running down the actor rappers. Because and, because the actors in California would don't have to. I don't know. But I'm just, it's not just in California. No, 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 I'm saying, I'm saying. You like, get what I'm saying? Like, like, this like, is Tara, the thing. Taylor Swift would never be at a chicken and waffle. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah, she right. would send somebody there. Okay. Uh, Leo DiCaprio wouldn't be 
shooting dice in the front of a fucking bowling alley. Yeah, you would be like, and they would always have security, if not in the most pristine area yeah. that they could be at. It's, it's not d- directly connected to race, it's more connected to status. Like, these young people want to prove that even though we have a bunch of bunch of money, like, we're still... So is it more because when we get the money, we floss it a lot more? No. Compared I, to everyone else, so it kind of makes people like, well, I, you clearly have I don't even feel laid like in your house or something. I feel like it's, they want to prove that they still have their street credibility. Which we shouldn't have to do that if we exactly. made it out the hood. If we made it out of there. This is this is my point. It's it's toxic ideology, and for me personally, I feel like this whole situation could have been avoided if the culture learned how to understand the blessing that they got put on. You see what I'm saying? They're getting money, they're doing all this other type of shit. You don't have to prove anything to anybody. So us going and standing around our hood—that's how a lot of you know rappers get shot because yeah. like dog, they can't leave the hood. like Nipsey. These niggas is just oh, this is my hood. I'm good out here. And at the end of the day, there's always going to be some hating ass nigga that just want to take you out or, you know, they don't understand how to control their actions or their behavior. So they take you out all because of their anger. And then you have people who just continuously go around these like areas. Like say, for instance, if I was takeoff, I would have never been shooting dice with a bunch of niggas who I know. Could it wasn't takeoff though. It was Quavo. It was Quavo, but dice. he put himself in the situation where he was in the area mingling with these people that yeah. could potentially be. But a let's let's try to take it off of them. I feel like it's too. That fresh was of a... it. It was fresh, but it was the subject topic. Yeah. Rest in peace. But at the end of the day, that's just all the rap community in general. Like once you reach a certain status, you should be aligning yourself with people who aren't a risk. Yeah. Agree. But it's different though because even like our favorite remember, we've been listening to rap for like two, three generations. Mm-hmm. And like for a long time the worst shit that we were accustomed to was fucking Pac. And he got ran down at a spotlight. Like all our favorite rappers from those New York like even Kiss, like when he when he did the battle, right? Yeah. Remember he said, I didn't move to Colorado. I'm outside. I didn't move to Miami. Come to my block. You can see Come see Kiss. Like I'm outside. But that's the toxic ideology that's getting a lot of these rappers killed. Yeah. Yeah. But but some people, it's okay for some people. I I don't know. I don't know. You can't assume that you're that person though. And that's where these niggas is dying. They're like assuming that they can just be be a normal person and be okay. You can't go to a chicken and waffles like you said. You can't go. PZ has a song. That's why I said that he has the best album of the year. He was literally talking about this shit. He's like, why am I comfortable around every place that's uh, I'm in danger? Mm. Like, he's Mm. like, (laughs) I don't know. Like, it's so That's his comfort zone. That's his comfort zone. But it shouldn't be. It's a lot of, yeah. He's like, why? I'm a six figure now. Why am I still in the hood? Like, why am I still seeing people that questions that need answers, problems with? But why is this the most comfortable place on? Because that's where I I can understand why it's comfortable. But for you to sit here and acknowledge the fact that you're comfortable, shout out Beasy, hell of an album. I work out to your shit all the time. (laughs) Great album. But to acknowledge that you're in a situation, that's kind of like you need counseling or therapy. Like you know that you're somewhere that. Your ops could be lurking, but you're there anyways. Like somewhere that that's you can put yourself. That's where he's comfortable. That's where, but that's that's toxic. He's re, he's that's well toxic. he's willing to live those sacrifices. I mean, those 
odds, those chances? Not even. Like, he's willing to upboast the consequence. Like, he doesn't want the money to make him have to, you know what I'm saying, change his whole thing. That's crazy. And I want to change. I mean, some people, you should. Yeah. But if you're willing to face those consequences and you're comfortable there, like... It's your life at the end of the day. Yeah. You got to be comfortable, but... You got to be comfortable. Also got to also... If you're making six, seven figures, you got to be able to... Protect it. Right? Yeah. Protect it for not just yourselves and your loved ones, because what if you're not home? They're going to attack whoever's in that house looking for that money. So... Or the jewels or whatever. Mm-hmm. So... And we just gave, what, Drake and... Jay and all these other niggas props for how they move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to move a certain way when you a certain amount of net worth. It's just what it is. Yeah. Completely agree. Completely agree. Uh, have you guys heard of the shopping cart theory by chance? Mm-hmm. Have you heard of that, Amir? Hmm, you have to explain a little bit more. Okay, I'm going to. So, it's called the shopping cart theory of self-governing. Mm-hmm. Right? So... Uh, the shopping cart is the ultimate litmus test for whether a person is capable of self-governing. To return the shopping cart is an easy, convenient task that one uh, which we all recognize as the correct, appropriate thing to do. Mm-hmm. To return the shopping cart is objectively right. There are no situations other than the dire emergencies in which a person is not able to return their cart. Mm-hmm. Simultaneously, it is not illegal to abandon your shopping cart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no parking lot rules. Therefore, the shopping cart represents itself as an apex example of whether a person will do what is right without being forced to do it. No one will punish you for not returning the shopping cart. No one will find you or kill you for not returning the shopping cart. You gain nothing by returning the shopping cart. You must return the shopping cart out of the goodness of your own heart. You must return the shopping cart because it's the right thing to do, because it is correct. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. A person who is unable to do this is no better than an animal, an absolute savage who can only be made to do what is right by the threaten to do what is right by threatening them with the law and that is forced to stand behind it. The shopping cart is what determines whether the person is good or bad member of society. I kind of agree with that. But the only reason reason why I'm going to say I agree with that is because, like, me personally, I used to work at a grocery store getting shopping carts. Yeah. And in my head, it's like, okay, you drug the shopping cart all around the fucking store. You brought that shit all the way to the car and you're going to leave it inside of a parking space for it to one, hit somebody or for two, make somebody have to go out of the way to put their shopping cart back. So because I did the job, I always put the shopping cart back. Yeah. And then I realized that my significant other always put the shopping cart back as well. And that's, it's, it's kind of a litmus test because just regular human beings, they're not going to do it. Like if they don't give a fuck about somebody else and what they're going to experience, yeah. they're just not impasse like they don't care yeah um but in my particular situation i don't think it's a litmus test because at the end of the day it's just like there are certain things that i know are made up laws Mm -hmm. and things that are actual laws so i ride the fine line between like okay i'm gonna put the shopping cart back because i'm a good human but i'm also gonna park in this fucking parking spot that says okay pick up orders only when i know i can park here like who's gonna tell my shit there's not a parking lot police that tells me i cannot park and spot eight of the grocery store. So there's, it's not like a litmus test. It's just like, if you're a good human and you care about others, you're gonna put the cart back, but that doesn't mean I'm not gonna park in that parking spot that says for that pro like, customers only. That's like canceled out exactly what you just... <laughs> 
You said two things that like canceled each other. Now. I know. That's how I live, bro. What's your thoughts on the shopping cart theory? Um, I always um, put my shopping cart back, but I always park like park close to where the shopping cart. Or, it goes back. So it's like right there. Make it easy right for yourself. Yeah. Where I just push it in and then go back to the car. But um, this shit is kind of fucked up. Because like, if you just put your shopping cart anywhere, yeah. it's, it prevents people from parking. Yeah. I'd be hating that. Like, good ass parking spot. Be good gone. parking spot. It'd just be like a shopping cart there. You'd be like, yo, should I should I move it and then park? Like, should I get out of the car? Yeah, and what about the people that are coming up behind me? Like, am I going to take too long? Yeah, exactly. Is it even worth it? Worth so, so that whole spot is gone. It's, all, it's because gone. Because of the parking. Because until somebody comes and gets carts. Yeah. yeah, until someone gets carts. Yeah. Like, you're a fucked up person. Bro. So you kind of agree with its, it's theory. De- definitely. That's a great theory. But, I'm not going to lie. When Zamir was a newborn, and it was like just him in the car, Sometimes I would leave the car. You would leave him in the car? No. Oh, Hell no. <laughs> and that's my thing. Like, just like he said, only in dire situations. Like, when I had my newborn in the car and I just didn't trust society to protect him, I would leave the fucking car wherever the fuck because my newborn is more important than taking the car to the thing at yeah. that point. Yeah. It's just like, okay, fuck it. What I'm going to do, leave my newborn in the motherfucking car? The only thing that's acceptable is if you leave the car, like, right there in the lobby. Or you leave it right by the door. Yeah, make that person's job a little bit easier. easier. That's uh, the only that way. Shit in the grass, nigga. Yeah. Out the way. Wheelie it on the grass. Yeah, two I, on the grass, I move it out the, the fucking way. <laughs> Which is probably harder for the guy, but... My child's in the car. I'm not finna leave this nigga out here to you. Uh, let's see. Uh, what is up with these social media pranksters? Like these people whose whole channel is about like trying to prank people? <laughs> I saw. I actually have a video here where these guys try to prank someone, like by trying to steal their car, and those guys literally held him at gunpoint. Like, what the fuck are you? <laughs> so he literally almost lost his life over it. Is that just uh to blame for like today's social media attention? You would think that people yeah. will literally Every, everybody risk their lives. And likes. It's 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 like even even a bigger conversation is like why is there so many videos of like and it's a big thing too. There's uh, a lot of pranks. Yeah, but like even people like deceased, they're showing you videos of them of their last moments mm-hmm. just to get the views, just, just to, to get, get the, the likes. The yeah, likes. It's the same thing. They're ready to risk anything for that. So gross. It's very gross behavior. It is gross. But we. I mean, we click on it, so... We click on it. It's pretty gross. Yeah. It's a societal it, it, thing! Yeah, is it, is that society is getting, uh... What's the word? De- uh, decent, not decentralized. Desensitized. Desensitized to seeing death so casually now? I don't... I, I think we don't have a choice but to see it casually because, like you said, Jamal, it's all for... It's clickbait. Let's click some um, likes! They're going to make clicks. sure that they're going to have the most enticing thumbnail, the most enticing title... Um, just to get, you know, their likes and their algorithm up. So I do think it's kind of crazy, um, but I can appreciate pranksters. And the only reason why I can say that is because it's like, they're doing shit in society that's abnormal. Like everything that they're doing, it goes against society standards. And what people don't realize is, yes, we live inside of a society, but at the end of the day, you have the free will to pretty much do whatever the fuck you want to do. And they're putting that shit on display. 
So I kind of think it's like an art form, people just dancing in the middle of Times Square or, you know, doing a prank on people. And at the end of the day, it's just like, what, wow, what about like actually a, funny. What about like a prank like this? <laughs> Oh, his ass beat. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 camera! I mean, this is to be, this is to be expected. No, but these guys always do that. Cause these guys always Also, like, so they're known for like, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Cause oh. they'll be like, they'll just walk up to people and be like, what's up, bro? Or like they'll throw fake gang signs and be like, yo, and the person will be like, yo, you know where you're at? Yeah. And like, yeah, homie, what's, what, what do you do? What do you do? And, yeah. and then as soon as they get rushed, they'll be like, it's, it's a prank, it's a prank, it's a prank. camera, it's a camera. And most people will be like, oh, oh okay. I'm fuck you up. But a lot of times they be getting ran down on for, for real. As they should. You don't play like that in you 2022. You don't play like that at all, period, with nobody. Like, so they'll I, walk I think up there's people and be like, yo, you want some nuts? You want some nuts? And then when they get rushed, they'll be like, pull out some nuts. I'm talking about these. I'm just talking about these nuts. Yeah. Oh, hey, my nigga, because you're just going to get fucked up. Like, yeah. that shit's not cool. I don't think that's not cool. Not cool at all. Um, but, yeah. but there's, like, a boundary. So I do believe, like, say, for instance, there are some people who be like, you want to play a game with me? If you play, like, hopscotch, you know, I'll be very happy. And they'll be like, I'll have nobody to play with. And the next thing you know, they're like, the first person to help me gets $500. Or the or the I was just going around seeing the nicest person that's connected to their childhood, and I wanted to give them ten thousand dollars. Like people do shit like that, you know, to kind of break society standards and kind of like spread leave that shit. That just made me. What you just said made me think of what uh Mr. Beast did. You guys know who Mr. Beast is yeah. on YouTube, yeah. the biggest fucking YouTuber. He's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Makes like fifty million dollars a year off YouTube yeah. alone. Uh, he actually on on Halloween. He uh, randomly was giving out ten thousand dollars to like families, mm -hmm. like oh, a soda candy you want. You're you're the guy I was giving the ten thousand dollars to. Mm -hmm. So he's actually uh, trying to get a a one point five billion dollar evaluation for all of his companies. You know what? I read that I read about that last week, and that's what made me look him up. But he denied. He turned that shit down because yeah. he said. I'll take 20 billion. Mm -hmm. And there was this like financial guy who stitched his video on TikTok and was just like, yeah, based upon his revenue and how much he's getting on Easy. YouTube, 20 his, billion. His, all of his channels together, Everything he's 20 billion. Sells. He has the chocolate, yeah. he, uh, the chips, the, the chips. he has the, the burger chain now, mm. all his clothes. Yeah. He, he says his videos make like, he takes like a million dollars per video yeah. to make a video now. Mm. It's crazy. In the videos where he's just giving away money on TikTok, any there's like three or four I mean, people who all do those it. charitable donations right now. It is, but everybody <laughs> who's on TikTok that's doing it, they are they have millions of views because people like kind gestures. Yeah. And so they have millions of views. If you got it, like do that, it. It's gonna come back. It's gonna come back to you. And now he's sponsored like this other guy. He's sponsored by Chime or like Cash App or something. And so he's no longer giving his money away. He's money. giving the fucking bank's money away. Like, oh, Cash App sponsored this. You know, we're gonna put your Cash App in my next video, and my fans are gonna support you. Yeah. And the fans be giving him like a hundred thousand, yeah. two hundred. Yeah. His fans off Cash App. Crazy. Lick. Crazy. Build the right community. Build the right That's community. That's what it's about. That's what it's really about. These guys care about the stupidity that there's uh, some fans remaining, well, I guess the remaining fans of Kanye, who's trying to open a GoFundMe to make him a billionaire again. I heard about That's that. fucking stupid. <laughs>
That is the dumbest shit I've ever... Like, niggas don't have money as it is. Like, let's put our money towards something that actually makes sense other than making a billionaire a billionaire again. Yeah. The fuck is wrong with you, Nick? And that's why he wants to run for president because he knows he has that cult-like following. Kind of like Trump Like does. Trump. Yeah. yeah no, unfortunately. But he won't win, though. Absolutely not, he won't Not win. as big as Trump's. No. Uh, anything to say on that? Um, no. He's what? Yeah. He's strolling. Uh, White Lives Matter phrase is actually owned by two black men, uh, Ramsey's Ja and Quentin Ward. They actually host a radio show called Civic Cipher, uh, and they legally got the rights to the phrase last month. Uh, one of their fans of their shows bought the trademark for them and gave it to them, Ooh. and now they're saying that they will sell it to Kanye for one billion dollars. Fantastic! <laughs> You're not a billionaire anymore. <laughs> I'm trying to rap, rap, wipe them out. <laughs> I'll take whatever you got left. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a lick, though. That's a hell of a lick. Mm-hmm. Nothing else on that? No, that's a lick. Okay. Well, uh, let's see what we got for entertainment news. What do you guys think about the 21 and Drake album, uh, Her Mirror. Loss? So we haven't done an album review in a minute. We can talk about it. Mirror. Um. So I started listening to that shit when I was in the fucking gym. I listened to song one and song two, and I realized I was just pumping crazy shit. I was like, holy shit. Um, I knew that this album was going to be exactly like how it was because for some reason Drake does a very good job um, at aligning himself with the type of mood the album's going to be so because you knew it was going to be Drake in 21 you knew this nigga Drake was going to be talking shit this was not an R&B album it was a rap album he probably had two like melodic ass songs um, right there in the middle but at the end of the day this is him just talking his shit and does just being a little musical troll on everybody. And having 21 just there just to back all his shit up. All the talk. All the shit. (laughs) Um, So, I know there's a lot of shit going around on social media about the 21 and Drake relationship on track one where he's like, do your thing, 21. Do your thing. It's not really like that. In my opinion, I think it's just like more so that was a phone call to 21. Okay. Telling him what he wanted 21 to do throughout the album. Um... And they had just set the tone for the whole entire album. So if you listen to the first song, he's telling you, I want you to talk about my ops. I want want you to talk about my ex. Fuck that bitch. I want you to do your thing on my album. So I think it's a Drake album featuring 21 Savage. That's what a lot of people are kind of saying. And he said it in the first track. I think uh, what what the Edmonds is is like an hour and 15 minute album or something like that. Uh, Yeah. But if you take out all of the 21 Savage, it's like a 45 minute album still of Drake. Yeah. So he only has like 20 minutes worth of like yeah. lyrics on it. Yeah. So it is like a Drake it's album. It's a Drake album. Featuring 21. 21. But he says it at the beginning. He said it. He said, this is what I want you to do for me on this album. And he did a great job. Great job. What about you? What do you think about it? Um, I think, I don't know. It's, I mean, there's plenty to talk about here. It's pretty many to me. <laughs> no yeah. 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 Um... The world thinks it's great, but it's it's average. I don't even think the world thinks it's great. I think <laughs> most people think it's. I great. think it's, but it's hard for me to guide a, a guard a Drake album. Like the only Drake album that I initially listened to that I thought it was amazing is like uh, nothing was the same. That was and then great. That damn um, that playlist album. I forgot what was. Uh, if you're if, reading this, no, it's no, the Scorpion no, double disc. No, joint? not Scorpion. What's the shit? The the pop joint. It was the the one where you you mixed with uh British rappers. I forgot what it's called. When oh, dun, dun, dun. more life, more life. It was only two albums that out out of it. I mean, when I first listened to it, I was like, oh, this shit's amazing. But um, 
all the other shit, it grows on me. Like, at first when Views came out, didn't like Views. Listen to it now, I think Views is fucking amazing. Same thing with, um, if you're reading This Is Too Late, and same thing with Scorpion. Like, Scorpion have fucking Drake hits. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, um, probably this shit will grow on me. Um, a lot of, a lot of Drake shit, you just gotta listen to it now and then you'll see like the rest of the rap game is literally following catching up to catching up to that yeah and then you'll be like and then you'll go back and be like damn so do you think his art kind of transcends time transcends time because i'm listening to a lot of his old shit too and i feel like it's very modernistic like i don't think it transcends time i think he he's really smart he sees where trends, uh, trends, trends are going or he'll be so infatuated with a culture and how they make their music that he'll be like, I gotta put this on a global scale. Yeah. Gotta, I gotta do that. Like he, he recognizes where the trends will get more views when he will hop on that. I trend. think nothing was uh, nothing was the same as the last album where he was like, I'm gonna be hella American. I, of course, Scorpion kind of had that too, and this album does too, but. That was the shit was like, I'm gonna take pop culture, I'm gonna take American culture and really do that. Cause Views was so Canadian. Yeah. Like it was just Toronto, like. The six raised me right. Yeah. <laughs> Even this intro was like, yo, what the fuck is it's this? All about and then the you six. hear this shit and you'd be like, oh my God. Like Western Road Flow. Uh -huh. Like, it, like. That was like his love letter to Canada. Canada, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or to a city for sure. And, um,. Yeah, so I gotta listen to it. The standout for me is that fucking what is that popping? What what is that shit? Jumbo Trump? Yeah, Jumbo Trump That shit is so. That shit was a new flow too, bro. Uh, so, so so let's talk about some of the the things that are kind of getting like uh, I guess the most heat, right? Uh, I guess the first one would be the Magda Stallion joint, right? Yeah. Yeah. About getting uh, what's the lyrics again? It was um, she learned about the getting shots. the shots. Uh, but she's still a stallion. Yeah, but she's still yeah. a stallion. Though. She she did she get the she, show, but she's still smiling. Yeah. So clearly, that's a double entendre. Uh, double entendre for Brazilian butt lifts. Yeah. Which is BBL. It's a huge thing now. Yeah. Uh, as well as her Tory Lanez case with uh, her Randy. getting shot yeah. allegedly from him. Yeah. So, because uh, we don't know if it's from him or not, so I'm gonna say allegedly from him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we know she was shot, but we don't know who was who the shooter. shooter. So, um, yeah, that was a hot, that was a hot topic. Like he lost a lot of girlfriends with that shit. Yeah. That's one thing on Twitter I saw. Women were not having that. They were like, black women are the most attacked. How dare he? I see, I see, I see, I see girls be like, his baby mama looks like a horse, how dare he? <laughs> <laughs> they were like, angry. It was across the board. Niggas was angry. Yeah, I was like, damn. But it's so crazy because if they was to listen to the lyric, it was like, he literally was like, nobody's going to get this. Like, he doesn't, he knew that people were going to yeah. take it the absolute wrong way and he kind of predicted that she was going to come out and say that she didn't like what the fuck he said yeah. Mm, yeah. but I even, I even, even her lawyers came out and said some shit yeah I, I even seen like hate towards party like because they're like bro it's like the third nigga that came after your girl and you won't, won't say nothing you won't step on these niggas 
Why would he? I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do a goddamn thing. No, you're lame. What the fuck? Why? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? This is why artwork. does it even fucking matter? This I is am, music. This is bro, art. This is it's not even just about music and art, but at the end of the day, it's just like as I've gotten older, I realize I don't give a fuck what nobody says. It's about my actions that kind of like dictates the rest of what's going on. So if I let a nigga get under my skin about the bitch that is like on top of the world right now, like Megan the fucking, like I don't give a fuck about what nobody's saying about Megan the yeah. Stallion. I'm fucking Megan the Stallion. Yeah. Like that's my bitch. Y'all can say whatever y'all want to. I'm not gonna come up here and shoot you or do anything because he has a road that he's trying to come up on. He has this shit that he has going on. So why would he let outside banter get into his like I want psyche? a party album so bad though. I want a party it's album a too, but how's that shit so gonna sound bad. though? What? All his shit sounds like. Sounds it sounds like my life. No, it sounds like <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. It just sounds like my alter ego, bro. How you want shit to be? Yeah, how I dream that shit. I can be. see. I can see so how good. That, I can see how that. Can well, be. What do you What do you guys think about yeah. him uh, calling uh, Serena Williams' husband a groupie? I thought I was like, it's her, <laughs> it's her, I was like, it's her husband. If you if you, if you're gonna be a you groupie, should be a groupie to you. Yeah, yeah, if you're gonna absolutely. be a groupie to anybody. Yeah. What was the funniest shit is that someone posted that was like Drake is the biggest groupie, and yeah. then they posted yeah, all the pictures. And I was like, oh no, they killed this ass. They be ki- they're killing him off the album, uh, bro. Don't believe. Oh, uh, hold on, hold on. There's all the freaking things. Uh, but you have to make yourself accessible and likable in order for you to be a Drake any fucking way. So I don't give a fuck. I'll be the biggest damn groupie. That means that you're just welcome. Look at that. Look like a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> him hold, who was that? I don't know who that is. Or him with DeMarcus Cousins. He has the most groupie moments. It's yeah. definitely, <laughs> bro. He's living his fucking dream, bro. It's definitely giving I'm the prize vibe. I'm the prize. <laughs> Especially this one. Especially that one. It's like, oh, look into my eyes. Y'all niggas are. It's hilarious, bro. He talks too much shit, bro. Who, great? Right? Yeah. It's but well he has, deserved, he has bro. the right to. Yeah, he it's well deserved. He's the, he's he moved sorry. very differently than I think he would be able to move. Like, even looking at his whole entire trajectory from Degrassi. All the way up to his No way did I think that real chill Jimmy was fucking the greatest Drake? The, the, one of the greatest rappers of all time. Yeah. No way did I think Will Chill. He's the biggest artist. And yeah. the reason why I call it art is so because he can't, he, he can't put but, him in a box. But but these are these are literally, like, if, we, if I knew we were doing this, there's so many bars on this album to, like, people that people don't catch. Yeah, don't catch like, it. there's fucking bars to fucking Kanye. Uh, there's a bar yeah, to, caught uh, it. what's the new girl? That nigga, um, uh, Ice Spice. Ice Spice. It was like, uh, what do you say? Oh, uh, she a Ted, uh, oh, but yeah. she can't rap. Put her on you. Purple trap one, put it on you. Now you gotta go. Now you gotta go. I'm waiting for you downstairs. Now you gotta go. The bar to Kanye was so crazy. Kanye caught it. Kanye caught it and tweeted about it. I should have saved that fucking tweet. It was so good. He was like, "Oh my god!" Kanye retweeted it. He had he had bars for fucking um drop. He was like, "The nigga trying to get me for a get me for a song." He didn't know how we cha cha. <laughs> we didn't. This nigga don't know 
know how we cha-cha slide? Oh, this is this is a lyric he said about uh, Kanye linking with the ops, bitch. I did that for Jay Prince. Yeah, talking about the Jay Hoover concert that yep. they had, yep. and then Kanye said, "Enough already." I done gave this man his flowers multiple times. Yep. Let's really see who are the real ops in this music game. Imagine all the rappers on the safe side and everyone cleaning up each other's contracts. It's kingdom time. Love Drake. Love his love love speech. Google uh what the fuck does that even Google mean? uh lyric to drum because that shit was so good. Yo, this nigga, this nigga, he be talking, bro. He be talking. He took Hov's route about the subliminal, yeah, and he's like, he's running with that shit. You can that's why that. he always has a whole verse. Nigga is respected. What was his verse? This nigga two chains be begging for a whole verse. This nigga Drake got one back in two thousand and fucking fifteen. Because Drake was that Well, drum responded. Oh like, yeah, he did a video. He did a video. That's how I know video about it. right there. Yeah. Let me see if I can find the line real oh, quick. Oh, he was like, the nigga don't know how we cha-cha. <laughs> how we cha-cha slide. And he, and, and Drum. Hold like, on, let me keep that page up and then let's Because Drum confirmed it. Drum was like, it in should, that video, he It like, should be here on TMZ. He was like, y'all niggas jump me. <laughs> y'all niggas, what happened with the fade? Now y'all niggas jump me. What happened uh, with that shit? I'm confused. Remember when he made Cha Cha Slide? It was really drunk. So here he is. So, uh, tried to bring the drama to me. He didn't know how he Cha Cha Slide. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. <laughs> Try to bring that drama to me. He don't the know two, how he Cha Cha Slide. The two had public issues in 2015 when Drake openly admitted to borrowing from Dra's breakout Cha Cha Slide. Cha yes. Cha single to make his own Grammy Award winning hit Hotline Blade. Yeah, it was the same song. Uh, leaving Drum feeling a type of way. It was the same song. Cha Cha Slide was, was fucking. And then Drum said he had to complete a video. I didn't know there was a video. Yeah. This nigga is his whole song. He his whole song. Hey, somebody tell Drake to shut the fuck up about that shit, man. Fucking five years ago. This nigga never even fucking touched me, nigga. I pray his hands. That's what he said. Fucking bodyguards, goddamn. I ain't gonna hold you. His bodyguards beat my ass. Went to town. <laughs> his bodyguards did not his bitch ass. He me. He's a bitch. He said his bodyguards are top notch. Real nigga to a minute though. Real, Real nigga to a minute. <laughs> fuck with Drum. Yo, Yo Drum. He's Drum. like, I fucking lost. So why? It wasn't to you. Yeah. It wasn't to you. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. His bodyguards were lit. Look at that nigga. Oh I'm gonna rewind it. But his bodyguards ain't not his bitch. He's a That's hilarious. You know what I'm saying? What's good with the one-on-one? What a one-on-one? That's what I wanted! <laughs> you don't want to do that. You want to have your gun. Yo. That's a good one. Yo. He touched me, though. And that shit from five years ago. Oh. Nigga, who I like, you know what I'm saying? Why don't you take I respect that shit, though. Just bring out how you got smacked by a Real niggas don't, Real niggas don't accept their losses. Mm. Real mm. niggas accept their losses, I mean. Like, Dr- Drum is a real... Yeah. That nigga that's said... A, that's what... <laughs> Though. They went to town on me! <laughs> but as an artist, 
honest, I would think that's an even bigger flex. Like, I'm not trying to fight no fucking body. I mean, it's like Russ. Like, Russ, the, the big artist, Russ, he gets a oh, lot of fights run, with he niggas, too. But he niggas. will physically be the one fighting niggas. Oh, yeah. no, he... And his security guard the fucking yes, ones, too. Yes. But he'll he get his punches everybody. Yeah, yeah. He talks shit about Russ. He fighting you. He fighting you. Everybody, but he runs down on you with his security. Yeah, he couldn't. But he's right though. I'm not even bringing up the whole shit. But but that nigga Diddy be fucking up these new niggas. Like Diddy, you remember that video of him being a clown? The Joker. The Joker shit. Uh-huh. He was like, nigga, you bitch. Like he was gonna fight that guy. He was. There was literally about to get into a fight, and then he caught himself. He was yeah. like, oh shit. Yeah. Do you know who I? Did you see that video of no. Puff being oh, on Halloween? But that dressed but, up but as that's a what Joker. he does. He beat up. He no, beat I up. saw that he dressed up as a Joker. He spat J Cole. He pressed Kendrick. Like he who? ran down on me. Did he? Did he? He did. He fucked up Drake. He fucked up Drake. Like for um taking. He beat Drake. Remember when Drake's hand was in the sling? That was Diddy. Like. He has problems. See, this is Puff. He has anger problems. About the fight. See, he calls him pussy. You went full Joker mode on that nigga. You mad? And then he gets serious. Yeah, then he gets... When he starts playing with a gun, he gets a little serious. Went straight right, right back to New York. In the middle of the street. Get to it, nigga. He always gets like that. Like even when um Mano has a story about that shit. Like Mano was walking, fucking in New York. Then he just pulled up in his car and pressed him about some shit that he said on a track. Like that's pub. Like he has anger issues. And plus, he has the best security. Like if you go to that video, uh-huh. that that nigga that was in that nigga's face. After he said that, was Diddy security? Of course. <laughs> That's why it's their job, a real security's job, is to defuse the situation. Mm-hmm. Don't let it escalate any more than where it's at. And and back to Drake's security, like that's why even during that whole beef with uh, he went to town. Yeah, even with that whole beef when he had with Meek, uh-huh. like you can literally there's a video of Meek's guys in Philly. But Drake is literally rolling like the fucking president. Like it's five fucking suburbans. Just boom, deep, boom, boom. <laughs> he rolls like the president, bro. That's why when Shelly said that shit, I was like, yep. You go get fucked up. With that. Uh, let's see. Uh, what's that song? Ocho Loco? Cinco. Ocho Cinco is the number one streaming song on Apple and Spotify now. Oh yeah. Uh, what song is that? Cinco. That's the song where all the discs basically came yeah. from with Meg. With Meg, yeah. Oh. Cinco, Lincoln. yeah. Circle Loco. Uh, Loco. Final thoughts on this album before we move forward. Um, like I said, Jumbo was it what you were expecting? Jumbotron's yeah. my favorite. I think there's too many like solo Drake songs. There's not enough. Twenty one. Yeah. It's literally twenty one went into his world, and if we like look at. Uh, what is well, it? maybe when it turns to favor, maybe now we get a 21 and Drake where it's 21 mainly, yeah. but Drake doing it I don't the think feature. they'll ever do it no, again. No, but that'll be fire as fuck. I th- the that'll be a hard ass album. The thing I'm putting against this album is that uh, What a Time to Be Alive. Mm-hmm. With the Future. future. Yeah. And you can literally feel Future, like Drake coming into Future's world. Mm-hmm. Like, 
and how that was. I don't know. I don't know how to gauge it yet, but I think that is a better album than this one. And I just think fucking Future is like a goat. But also, I think that it was more Drake coming into <coughs> Twenty One Savage's world. I don't think because so. Because even with the album cover, it, you can tell that that's just like a some. Atlanta Ash. Drake, Drake that album cover they actually released it. That's a, a old stripper that was in Houston from like two years ago. I understand it, but they dressed that bitch up like she was from Atlanta. What? No, they dressed her up like she's from Houston. What do you mean? <laughs> this is like their bitches in Houston look like bitches from Atlanta. What? Do you, yeah, it's, the same, it's literally the same culture. This is the same stripping culture, and she has fronts in her teeth. Like that ain't Atlanta culture. That's fucking Houston culture. Shit. Let's see. Who is the girl on the album cover? Let's see. Let's see. It should be in here somewhere. Model Kui Okasa. That's her from two years. Well, that's her now, but that photo also her from two years ago. Wow. There's nothing on this album that screams fucking Atlanta. What are you talking about? They didn't even. Um... The only thing that screams it is a Metro Booming. Where they mix the two, <laughs> where they mix that Atlanta song in with yeah. the beat. Yeah, but Drake always does that though. Hmm. Interesting. Well, we'll see how it develops. Uh, before we jump into the world of politics, let's talk about this Kyrie, Kyrie mm-hmm. Irving. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you don't know anything that's happening with Kyrie Irving since you don't pay Kyrie. a little bit. Yeah. Very similar. I won't say very similar, but similar to the Kanye the scenario. Yeah. <laughs> But I will say it shouldn't have gotten that far. Yeah. Right? Is that fair enough to say it shouldn't have yeah. gotten this far? Yeah. Okay. So uh, Kyrie Irving, uh, point guard for the Brooklyn Nets. Don't know if he's going to be there much longer at this point. Uh, he posted a video uh, or a post from a, a movie, a documentary called uh, Hebrews to Negroes Wake Up Black America. Uh, was called anti-Semitic, as the movie has a lot of stereotypes and tropes. Uh, one of them being, I'm not gonna say like like the best, I was gonna say like the overarching theme of what that movie uh, really is. Uh, let's see, the whole idea behind this is that black people actually have Jewish roots themselves and are in fact the cho- chosen people of God as opposed to Jews of the European descent. Uh, and that's basically the whole Cossip of that documentary. Uh, he posted that, and then everything started happening. Uh, so essentially, uh, he had a, a multimedia, well, not multimedia, but a media very uh, interview for the media after practice, and he essentially doubled down on everything. Mm-hmm. And he's getting a lot of hate from it because, uh, like, one of the things that says, like, the Holocaust didn't happen, right, in the movie or some shit like that. Uh, and, a, and a bunch of other things why promoting it could be a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he doubled down on uh, just watching the documentary, but he did say that not everything in there he thought was correct, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. The, the following day, this, uh, Adam Silver, who's the commissioner of the NBA, who's also Jewish, uh, he said that that apology that he gave wasn't enough. The following day after that, the Brooklyn Nets came out and suspended him for a minimum of five games uh, while they both had to donate money towards an anti-Semitic uh, organization. Well, not anti-Semitic, a Semitic organization, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so, 
the Anti-Defamation League is who he's provided the money to. They refused to accept his donation. Really? Yeah. The CEO said in a statement Thursday that the organization is giving back the 500K that the star donated this week. Damn. <laughs> uh, and they listed five things. The NBA uh, Brooklyn Nets listed five things that he will have to do to be reinstated uh, back with the team. One, apologize and condemn the movie, which he kind of did but didn't really do. Yeah. Two, donate 500K to the anti-hate co- uh, causes, which he did. They sent the money back. Uh, sensitivity training, anti-Semitic training, uh, meet with ADL, uh, that's the Anti-Defamation League Jewish Leaders, mm-hmm. and meet with Joe Sai to demonstrate his understanding. And that's the owner of the team, who I think is also Jewish, right? Yeah, I think he's Asian. Asian? Yeah. Okay, so I don't know. So that's everything that happens with him right now. And essentially, uh, I tweeted a couple days ago that he's uh, the Kanye West of the NBA. Mm-hmm. But he didn't say anything as bad mm-hmm. as Kanye West did, but he's getting treated like, like he did so. Uh, oh, oh, I forgot. Nike suspended their business relationship yeah, yeah. with him, and they, they're not releasing his Kyrie nope. 8 that was about to release. No more like, Kyrie 8. So uh, I'll start with you since yeah. you know a little bit more, and then I'll you come and piggyback off of everything. Um, I, I, I know where Nike's coming from. Like, Nike's a business. Uh, so any kind of uh, speech that's going to... Lower the stock price, Lo- or or have someone not buy their shoes. Any kind of demographic, it just got you got to separate from it. Yeah. So I get that as far as a marketing standpoint. Um, as far as Kyrie himself, um, Kyrie's a weird guy. Yes. Very he, weird. I mean, he looks into conspiracy theories. He, Flat Earth. He would he would think. Uh, all of this is free thinking. Um, at the same time, I don't think the problem is with you know Africans thinking that they're Jewish. Um, other tropes of this of this video is literally like it calls Jews demons, and then and then it also has a part in the documentary that says that the Holocaust never existed. Yeah, it never happened. It never happened. And I think those are things you where cannot like accept. You can't, yeah, you can't even tweet it out. So I, I think he should have apologized. He shouldn't even have gotten into that back and forth with that reporter. Yeah. He should have just probably just walked out and then apologized because honestly, I don't think this is... Kyrie didn't mean to hate on... He's... As as weird as he is, is she's never about like hate. Hate. It's always about finding his roots, yeah. trying to learn more, <laughs> trying to learn the hidden stuff. Like he like, found the tribe that he was a part of. Right? Yeah, oh, last like, year. That even was a that. Big thing. But he he tweets he tweets weird shit too because yeah. he tweeted Alex Jones yeah. about um about like the school probably. No, it was about um. Uh, certain people running the world or some shit like the new world order like he's a weird guy and when you do that type of like free thinking and you have a platform and you're black bro people they don't understand like niggas with privilege they don't understand that your privilege is granted on 
behaving a certain way. Yeah. Like as soon as as soon as you go too far, that key can be taken. That key to the privilege can be taken. Yeah. Very fast. Very fast. Like money allows black people to black men or even Oprah. Like black people with money to privilege. It gives them that key to unlock it, right? But as soon as you step out of line, that key can easily be taken. Taken back. Yeah. As a black person, your privilege <laughs> key can be taken away. And then that's just like um like OJ <laughs> thinking, I'm not black, I'm OJ. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> snatch that bitch right back. And when you snatch that bitch right back, what do you have to fall on? Black people. Just black people. And that's the only people going to war for Kyrie right now. Like, a lot of niggas is mad and trying to boycott the NBA, but, like, that shit not going to go nowhere. No. Nah. So, at the end of the day, I always love to see a nigga with privilege humble. I'm not going to lie. I'll get, I'll get killed for that, but... I do like to see anybody because <laughs> like, niggas really think. But do you like, think it's being a little too harsh on Kyrie? I, I, I don't think the, the I don't think his um, his actions deserve this this type of, of yeah of attention of attention or punishment. Yeah. I think it is a little harsh. But it's just because it's such a hot topic right now. Yeah, it's but, like if you say anything about that, but, but you're you, you're liable to go you, down. Yeah, you can't go there right now because yeah. Kanye fucking put fire on. Yeah, to it is a no fly zone with yeah. anything with that. Yeah, and he just had to find out the hard way. Even though I feel like he was just like, oh, I just watched this movie, maybe, and I fuck with it. I mean, I would give my big point after I let America. What's your thoughts on everything with Kyrie? Um, being as though I'm not a fan, I have this ideology that the roles that we play in society, they're character-based, right? So you act a certain way with your parents, you act a certain way with your friends, you act a certain way in society, you act a certain way when you're in front of camera, etc. Being as though he's a person with such high responsibilities as like a character that's inside of this whole fucking story that we're in, yeah, I feel like you have a responsibility to yourself to stay away from certain things order in order to protect your brand and your trajectory as a person. Okay. Like you can have individual ideologies, but for you to sit here and spread those ideologies to the masses, um, as if everybody should think this way without doing your due diligence, I feel like that's a risky business. Now, just like Colin Kaepernick, he swore that he had to kneel. But he suffered the consequences of kneeling, which was him being, I guess, blackballed. Kicked out the league. Kicked out the league, except etc. Um, so there's always consequences for your actions. You have to figure out whether or not what you're trying to push is worth losing everything over. Because at the end of the day, like Jamal said, it's a key. So he's about to get his key taken for some shit he didn't wholeheartedly believe in because he even came back and said, oh, I don't believe everything the movie has to say, yeah. but I believe in certain aspects of it. But you already associated yourself with the movie and people have to separate themselves from you because of what you did. So... I mean, whatever he's saying could be true. I don't know. I didn't see the movie. But at the end of the day, as a person in society, you have the responsibility to, like, not spread bullshit. Yeah. Just like Twitter, just like Trump, just like everybody else. So here's my biggest statement, right? It's openly available on Amazon. Literally still up to this day that you can literally pay and watch it. Mm -hmm. Why is he getting so much heat and Amazon's not getting nothing where if it's such a big deal, why don't they tell them to take it down? Because we can't block we can't block information. 
So why is he getting mad for giving his thoughts on something? Just because your opinion, your opinion doesn't mean you're right mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. But he watched this documentary. Mm -hmm. He took some points of it that he liked. Mm -hmm. He said some shit was wrong. Mm -hmm. and, but the movie as the, I guess just promoting it as a whole with everything else yeah. in there is bad enough. I think it's because, back to what I was saying, it is kind of racial. He's, he's a black man. Yeah. He has privilege, but that key can be taken from you. Jeff Bezos is a billionaire. His privilege is a little bit different. Yeah. Like, if it's on my site, it's on my site. Like, someone paid for it to be on my site. It's yeah. going to stay on my site. Like, so, because capitalism. It's capitalism at the end of the day, and it's power. It's like, who's really going to tell one of the richest men in the world that they can't do something? That they can't do something. Like, I didn't say nothing about it. I didn't promote it. It's on my site, but the, is that promotion? No. Yeah. It's like, if you know, you know, it's on there. It's on there. So it's a little different from Kyrie. Like, Kyrie put it on his private. On his Twitter. On his Twitter. Yeah. It, which is like, I promote everything on my this Twitter. This is, this is my, then I align myself with, with this ideology. With this ideology. You can't do that as a brand. Like, as, you are a brand. Yeah. Like, even at Netflix, you can put, like, Someone can put it on... Especially with a platform of 4.6 million, million followers. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Fuck. So it's like... And like you said, with Netflix, Netflix plays all types of shit. Shit, yeah. It doesn't mean that they align themselves with yeah. them, but they're a platform yeah. and they have shit to sell. Yeah. Because if you're going to buy their shit, they're going to sell it to you. Sell it to you. But it's up for me. Like, say for instance, I watch crazy shit all the time. It doesn't mean I'm a fucking serial killer. Yeah. Does it, I'm and, not serial killing it. Is. And, and, and example <laughs> with Netflix, like, they put the Jeffrey Dahmer yeah. story out there. That doesn't mean Netflix wants people, um, people. people to fucking kill homosexuals and eat them. Eat them. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I'm just a platform. I, I get why people are mad about the double standard, because it is a double standard, but at the end of the day, it's like, it's not the same thing. If Kyrie was like putting a whole bunch of movies, if he had a platform where you could watch videos and that was just a video that was up there, mm -hmm. then it'd be a little different. But you just putting a, a, a quote to it. Or like, if he kept it to his fucking self or his close friends. Like, it's okay to think however you want to think. But it's when you have a platform that things change. Cancel culture is here. Like, And the thing that made shit. it so bad was, was that interview. Because he literally said, my army got me. Like once you say anything anti-Semitic yeah. stuff, yeah. and then With you an put army. and then you put army behind it, it's kind of like, all right, bro, you are on. You're your a real own. radical. You're on your own. Hmm. Okay. Fair Anyways. enough. Uh, Elon Musk is gonna charge seven ninety nine for the blue check mark and verification on Twitter, which comes with other benefits. You guys buying? No. Hell, motherfucking <laughs> yeah, I'm buying that shit. I might buy that shit. You already know I'm buying that shit. Are you I kidding me? I might need it for, to grow, because it comes with other benefits, too. So, I'll, here, here, I'll break down what it yeah, comes with. Yeah, break it down. One, know. you'll be able to edit your tweets, which is oh, yeah. huge for me. <laughs> yeah. I, you were just hate, talking about yeah, that yeah. shit. I hate putting out, like, a killer tweet, and then you realize 30 seconds later that you messed up. What There's, about delete and repost? No, because some people's going to see that deleted one. But then when they click it, it's going to say his tweet's not there anymore. It's free. So, it is free. <laughs> but it also comes with the ability, uh, it's going to say, uh, possibility of having fewer ads, so less ads on your page. I love it. I don't have 
Uh, oh, I have hella ads. Uh, let's see, and then it's also gonna allow for attached long-form text or tweets, uh, ending absurdity of notepad screenshots, uh, followed by creator monetization for all forms of content. So essentially, he's gonna try to monetize Twitter like is every other. Like OnlyFans. Like, well, not just OnlyFans, but YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, everything like that where you put your content, mm-hmm. that's where essentially he's trying to do so. Uh, thoughts? Uh, I'm definitely buying that shit. Like, I was just talking to my girl about this shit. And at the end of the day, like, tick, not TikTok. Twitter has built a brand to where that blue fucking badge means a lot. Means a lot. Means and a lot. I do believe that it's going to have less weight yeah. now that everybody has access to it. Yeah, but, if you, a month. but if you really think about it, like, <laughs> who's really going to pay $8 a month? Like, I do believe that the way that they was handling everybody, the verification, everybody, I, I believe the way that they were handling everybody that wants clout and everybody wants clout. Everybody wants yeah, clout. but I do believe that the people who were handling the verification badge made it kind of hard for you to be able to get that shit. Yeah, there's even reports coming out that like some people you have to buy that shit. Like you're not just going to get the verification badge just because you have a bunch of followers. There's steps and there's procedures, but this nigga Elon Musk is saying, nigga, if you want this badge. You're going to pay monthly. You're going to be able to create better content. You're going to be able to do certain things that some people aren't going to be able to do. So there's still going to be a population of people who aren't necessarily investing inside of their shit. Yeah, so there's going to be a huge community. Like, no matter what, this Twitter is worldwide. There's going to still be a huge community of people who say, fuck that. I'm not paying $8. I don't give a fuck, blah, 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 blah. And the people who are paying the $8 are still going to get that recognition from people who just aren't willing to do it because they like, damn, this nigga has $8 to spend on the verification badge. Like, that's actually pretty decent. Yeah, because usually to get the verification badge, it was like, uh, Someone had it was criteria. It wasn't yes. just that. It was like, uh, you had to have other people trying to use your name. So it's like, you know how celebrities have like the real yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Usually it had to be the way you get the mark faster is if other people are trying to use your this name. This is me for real. Yes, that's what it's really for. So yeah. authenticate that they are talking to the real, to person. The real person that there are so many different accounts. Yeah. So that's what it was for. So now this blue mark is going to mean something a little bit different. Is it mean? It's, I have the money to it's, pay for the verification. It's gonna be, one is going to show that you're serious about doing whatever you're doing on this site. Right. So if I'm promoting a, a page, mm-hmm. that's going to show like, oh, this guy is serious about growing his platform because yeah. he's paying this extra eight dollars to get the mark to show everyone that he's doing, real. Doing this guy is a regular person. Possibly. Oh, possibly. <laughs> I do. I do think that it's gonna eventually be the people without the mark mm-hmm. is gonna have a harder and like worse time on Twitter just based off like ads and stuff. Cause he's trying to find ways to make money back. Yeah. So he's gonna start buying, <laughs> putting ads all over this shit like Instagram he's, and Facebook. He's losing a lot of um. Forty-four billion dollars. He wants some of that back. Yeah. Although Puffs uh, gave him ten bill, uh, million for it. Really? Puffs gave him ten bill. Damn. Yeah. But but he's losing a Imagine. lot. Of, he's losing a lot of um, marketing like companies. A lot of people are dropping dropping Twitter. out just be just because of him. Yeah, because he said he, the free speech and like I said with the Kyrie thing, like you can't align yourself with like racial undertones if you're at uh, a company and you put your shit on there. You kind of gotta move away till you see what Twitter is gonna look like. Yeah, like I like, I used to like 
Elon Musk. There's one. There's two things that he did that I fucking hated him for. It was Saturday Night Live where he made Dogecoin go up stupid crazy and people shorted that shit. And then it's the time where he acquired Twitter because now that he owns Twitter, he's talking as if he's fucking Donald Trump. And I don't fucking like it. Like, he understands that he's now the leader of this whole Twitter follower whole platform. Mm -hmm. And I do believe that the power is getting to his fucking head. And he's literally saying, like, I believe in freedom of speech. You know, I'm not going to suppress anybody's voice. I'm this, I'm that. And so it's really seeming very rightish. Um, and I'm not necessarily liking that direction that he's going. Like, like I said, mm-hmm. I'm going to buy the badge, and it's only because I have personal vendetta, like personal things I want to do. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I do believe that he has like nefarious ideologies. Mm-hmm. I mean, he does believe he's the savior of humanity, so that shit could literally be the downfall of. And in his defense, he did meet with like a whole bunch of um, like activists that want him to so he agreed that he Tyree? no he's, Elon. They, Elon, Elon, Elon Elon yeah so he said he's gonna agree um he's gonna put a panel together to before he uh puts people back on the platform he's gonna put a panel together to discuss and if they see should be back on if the they platform. should be back on the platform and he said he's gonna have a uh a, a criteria of content like of people who monitor content so it's not dangerous or anything like that yeah so that's good but at the end of the day you're literally um taking a word of a billionaire yeah and that never works that out. never works <laughs> that never works <laughs> out usually a billionaire is just worried about making more billions yeah so they but go, he's gonna figure out how to make his money his money back. back but if enough people pull out of twitter his his Tune is gonna fucking change. Yeah, he's gonna have to. He's gonna have but to. But the good thing about it though now, he doesn't have to worry about <laughs> stockholders. He doesn't have to worry about the SEC with this. This is a private company now. Yeah. But There's he's a, firing a lot of people yeah, too. He, he fired half the staff. Half the staff. Uh, Included, well, I've seen someone today who's probably gonna try to sue him because she's yes. pregnant. Yes. And she got fired. Like, Because yeah. uh, you, you gotta give him time. You yeah. gotta give him two weeks. I mean, you don't have to. No, and not as a private company. You can do it. The you thing want. is, where where's Twitter located? No, where's California though? Is, are there work? The are there work to right state? No, there's okay. a diff- there's a different law in California. Oh, let's see. Let's find it. I just I was trust me, bro. You, I was listening to this shit all week because it's like the biggest news. So they said there's a, a lawsuit. But he didn't fire her because she's pregnant. He no, no, he's firing because... everybody though, and they right. said that you need can't... to. You need to give a severance yeah. package, or you gotta that, give them time. That has nothing to do. I think they got a severance. No, package only though, only like, most only people that got severance packages are usually the executives because oh, they have yeah. what's called the golden parachute. Yeah. When you get usually, if you're like in the boardroom with these companies, if you oh. get fired, you're allowed to get there's, a huge. There's, there's I think it was like two hundred billion between all of them, okay. or two hundred million. It's usually between all the executives yeah. that they had to split upon it. Yeah. They said, they said there's a something in California law, employment law, that they, they just can't fire them outright. <laughs> and there's a lawsuit. Just say Twitter lawsuit. California law on firing an employee. God bless you. See? So I turn the fan on and try to cool it down, fuck up your nose. But if you don't leave it, it's going to turn to a sauna in this I'll take the sneezes. <laughs> 
uh, within the state of California, employment may be terminated at the will of either party. Both the employer and the employee are free to end the employment relationship at any time with no penalty being assessed to either. Check, uh... Okay. Right, um... Twitter lawsuit. If for, for us to think that he doesn't know this, it's crazy. Like, his lawyers told him that, yeah. that nigga... You no, but, no but he, he changed his word because of it. So he's making these... Lawyers suing Twitter overlay or says Muff's trying to... Okay, let's see what this says. Yeah, that's it. Uh, lawsuits come as new boss plans to eliminate half the workforce, which he already did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Musk called a similar earlier suit by Tesla work will trigger. He did that at Tesla, and Tesla's still running. Uh, they left the oh, door open. No. Uh, of course, they want me to pay. Paywall. Everything's a paywall. Uh, let's see. Let's try TechCrunch. Oh, no paywall. The thing with it, I like certain websites I want to get for certain information. Yeah. I don't want to go to a tech website when but I'm dealing know, with a but lawsuit. The, but if you go through Internet, <laughs> if you go through Internet Explorer, which doesn't exist anymore. Nope. But if you go through Internet Explorer, you don't have to do a paywall. That's so weird. <laughs> Until they completely shut that shit down. Yeah, uh, let's see. The complaint alleges that Twitter began its layoffs on November 1st when it terminated a plaintiff in a lawsuit. Emmanuel Cornette without providing the proper written notice in violation of U.S. and California law. Mm-hmm. Additional plaintiffs Justine De Clares, Jessica Pan, and Gray Kendall said they were terminated November 3rd uh, by being locked out of their accounts. Yeah. The lawsuit added that California's Employment Deployment Department had not received the notice related to the mass layoffs that began Friday. Okay, because they do have to they let them know. The lawsuit yeah. law reminds the court that Musk has previously laid off employees without notice. Tesla where Musk is CEO and his largest shareholder was sued by former employees after a mass layoff in June 2022. In that case, Musk directed Tesla executives to pause all hiring and to prepare for job cuts, so he let them know. Mm -hmm. Uh, Employees were never given advance warnings, 100 laid off a couple of weeks later. Uh, Lawyers representing two Tesla workers, or whatever, that's Tesla. So, yeah, so they do have to let you know in California, clearly. But what if he just told the niggas don't report to work but still had the niggas paychecks phone? Like, we don't I think know that, the I think th- I think that is his argument. Yeah, like, he's you're like, all getting paid, y'all just not like, reporting yeah, back to work. Yeah, I think that's his so argument that's back. No, that's his argument back to the lawsuit. Mm. But at the same time, they're saying, like you said, they're getting locked. They're coming to work, but, shit is locked but they're down. locked out. And they had no word about it. But if they were still on payroll, I feel like that's kind of like a loophole. Like, if you have your job. The thing he's doing to circumvent the lawsuit is to keep them on payroll. Yeah, he's letting letting the niggas know, you're no longer working here. No, that's not what he's doing. He came came in there and was like, y'all are getting fired. They said, no, that's against California law. Then he locked everyone out. And he locked everyone out, and they were like, lawsuit, and he sweat to fucking HR and was like, keep them on payroll so we won't have to go through this lawsuit. Yeah. So if you're paying me, I don't got to fucking work. They're still dude. employed. What am I arguing for? You pay they're me, I'm not going to work for two weeks. They're just mad because they're not doing physical work. Yeah. But if you're on payroll, nigga, yeah, you I'm haven't not. gotten fired yet. My, my dream Your is notice to, is that you can't log My, my dream is to get, he, he get, get paid. He's probably going to have to pay them some money. Yes. But that's fine. I think so. He's gonna lose that. As long as these niggas is on payroll. My goal is to work. He's he's going through California. (laughs) He's the richest nigga in the world. They advised him on how to do it. They advised him on how to do it. He didn't just haphazardly go on that bitch without an action. No, he did. And then his lawyers tried to save him. (laughs) Like most rich niggas. 
Like both rich niggas, they go in. And they get came through Twitter's door. And then, and then forget. With the sink. Let it sink in. Y'all niggas is out of here. I, I own this. Let that shit sink in. Like most rich niggas, they go in there thinking they're God. And then they realize there's a thing called law. And then they go to their lawyers, and their lawyers are like, Shit, nigga. Well, Why would you do this? We got you. We got you. The we'll as long as that paycheck clears, I got you, bro. He That's why you got to keep a lawyer on retainer, right? Well, That's what they're there for. They, yeah. You need a doctor and a lawyer. That's what Jay said. Good. You need your own doctor, and you need a lawyer. And that's what 21 said. That's what Jay told 21. Yeah. Uh, what wow. do you guys think about, what do you got to say about recycling? A report came out. Uh, last week, that only about five percent of all the fifty of the fifty-one million tons of plastic waste produced by American households in twenty twenty-one was recycled. Yeah, I, only five percent of everything we recycled. I heard about that. Was too. actually recycled. They said, um, "What the what? hell?" Yeah, everything we recycled. Here's the number again. In twenty twenty-one, there was fifty-one million tons of plastic waste produced by Americans. Only five percent of that was actually recycled. Because that sounds like a niche. No, it's because no, no, that's actually what got recycled. So like my blue bin outside, probably five percent of that is getting recycled. Right, but what I'm saying is this sounds like there is an opportunity there no, for no, recycling no, 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 plants no, no, no. to open up it's, because it's an overflow of recyclable materials. No, it's because it's so hard. It. It's so hard to um because some plastics are just dangerous. Like you don't know what was in the container that held the, I mean that the plastic held which means if it's dangerous and we recycle it it's still going to be dangerous because it's in the plastic some plastic you just have to throw away I guess like <laughs> the math. that 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 is the biggest problem with it because some of the shit I heard this article this week too because this shit is so toxic some of the plastic that is so toxic they can't recycle it like it, it just has to be thrown away or melted, or whatever the fuck you don't do if it's not recycled. Some of it is fine. Yeah, That's so why. some that can't be processed at most recycling facilities, or others that can't be recycled at all. Mm -hmm. But even recyclable plastics makes the way to places that have the capacity to repurpose them. Those items often still end up in landfills. That's because it's frequently cheaper, cheaper for companies to create yeah. new plastic than it is recycled old plastic. Yeah. So there has to be some type of legislature no yeah that's what they, that's, that's the only the, way that they can stop that that's the way the they were talking about they were like the only way to stop it is if they stop creating plastic bottles like, right and make people have to recycle no not even that like continue the way you recycle but the products that these people are making in bottles i mean in plastic have to change. They have so to that's change. why he was saying you got to make it a law, like force these companies to use stop recyclable using. Material. Yeah, and then the infrastructure will come yeah. into place for it to be recycled. Say like this is now banned, although they're probably not you have, have banned anything. Like, 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 there's a, there's a, there like, may be a market for that shit now. Like if you get into the recycle business early, figure because it out. There may be because there's ninety five percent of shit that you there's, could. They're get. saying they're saying you got to put in like. In tin or 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 like you have to get away from plastics. Like they were looking at Coke, they were looking at uh, Pepsi. Like they want them to put their product back in a bottle because they were like in the 60s, Easier. it never happened. You know what I'm saying? But you keep on putting like it in a in a plastic is making it hard to recycle. So they're looking at a couple companies to um, try and change. 
And I, th I think this is some like, some group, but I forgot they're asking companies or pressing companies to like go away from plastic, put it back in bottles, put it back in uh, tin or whatever. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I just heard that story this week. That's crazy. We hear the same shit. Man, how are you doing this? I'm good, bro. You are good. I'm good at these topics. I'm good at finding stuff that we will actually talk about. Damn, that's impressive. Because <laughs> when I was listening to this shit, I was like, don't nobody give a fuck about this shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, President Biden and the Education Department just released new rules that will take effect in January 2023. To help with student loans. Mm. Uh, so, for one, uh, there's obviously the student loan forgiveness thing that just got sent to the Supreme Court yeah. again for the second yeah. time. Yeah. They're really trying not to allow that. Yeah, they don't want that. There's like to a couple Republican states that say it's going to destroy taxes. the whole economy. Yeah. It's, gonna destroy it's like a billion dollars worth of taxes uh, that they'll have to be on the hook for. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, on Monday, the Education Department releases final regulations for implementation. Uh, July 1st, 2023, aimed to improve targeted loan forgiveness programs, like ones for borrowers defrauded by uh, for-profit schools, along with prevent interest from spiraling spiraling on bar a borrow borrowers' balances. Excuse me. Uh, these changes are part of the rulemaking process and received input from industry stakeholders, and they reflect the department's final roster proposed fixes for this year. Uh, today is a monumental step toward in the Biden-Harris team's effort to fix a broken student loan system and build one that's simpler, fairer, and more accountable to borrowers. Uh, these transformational changes will protect students who've been cheated by their colleges uh, from the bureaucratic nightmare of the past and ensure that all are, are and ensure that all our targeted debt relief programs live up to the promises made by Congress in the Higher Education Act. But also protect the borrowers from higher costs by limiting the practice of tacking unpaid student interests onto their principal balances. I love that. Mm. Thoughts? Um, Cause they're definitely not allowed. First of all, one random thing. Where the fuck is Vice President Harris? They said yeah, Harris I and I was like, wait. Oh, no, <laughs> she's, she's, just because you don't see her doesn't mean she's not working. So we're working, but where is she now? Just uh, does, does doing all the time both. No, 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 no. She's no, she's um, she's campaigning right now. But when niggas really was talking about her, she was literally in South America trying to like. I remember that. Yeah, yeah trying that. to fix. Yeah. Why uh, the immigrants? Yeah, yeah. why immigrants yeah. are coming over here? She was in South America talking to leaders of. South American That's country. crazy. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Back to the student loans. Now what I be saying, nigga. Yo. <laughs> niggas, niggas need to get off niggas back. If you don't know, shut the... Shut, not you. Not I you. Know. You know. I'm but not, I'm talking about the common American. I don't say everything. You know what I'm saying? Common American. I just American. the <laughs> Niggas want her to be on front row. Nigga, you don't even pay attention to politics. This bitch can be a, a ghost and you wouldn't even know. She just won an election that you think you should see her every and fucking technically, day. And technically, I don't want to hear from our politicians every day. Do you shit his sons and let me know if something's about to affect exactly. my Exactly. What do you think niggas got to do? Let me, know, let me know if my bill's about to go up or something. You or think she should be on basketball lines <laughs> talking her shit? Like, it's weird, bro. Niggas are weird. People I mean, I be watching, I be just on, on fucking social media just... 
Nigga, you, even if you knew what she was doing, you wouldn't understand it. Like, you're a dumb fuck. Like, <laughs> and you just need to get out of politics. Like, I think, I, I know you want to, you want your polit. I don't know. You, you want your voice heard. You want you want your politician to be like Trump, where he's tweeting what he's doing, Rocket Man, this yeah, Rocket. Yeah. But nigga, that's not real. Politics has never politics has never worked like that. Nope. No. Shut the fuck up. If you really want to she, know politics, yeah. you can find it out. You can find out what she was doing. Like I know what she's been doing. Yeah. Like it's not hard. Like there's literally reporters that get on a plane with her and report, and, and report on what she's doing. Her press, it's her press corps. Like it's not a hard thing. But niggas are just stupid. You watching basketball highlights and then you get on, <laughs> and then you get on Facebook talking about where Where's fucking Harris. Where's Kamala Harris? Like shut up, bro. How do you feel about him uh, not allowing them to balloon your you student loans with interest now? Um, I feel like that was, a, wasn't that a part of the initial thing? Cause he, cause he said he was going to lower the payment. So now when you used to pay like 200, you'll pay like 40. No, that was the income payment plan. Oh. Yeah. It's where it's all, is you can only, what they're saying in January when you 5%. start back though, yeah, you can, you can only pay back 5% at a time. Mm, if you go into the, in, in the income, income payment base. plan. Yeah. Oh, that's income what, based oh, payment plan. Was, okay. Cause it used to be, that. shit, mine used to be fucking crazy. That's why I stopped paying my federal my income. I was like, fuck it, I don't think I just, I use all my, fe- I use all of my federal deferments. I was like, I could defer for how long? These niggas are crazy <laughs> with that income base. I don't make shit. And these niggas are still, <laughs> They're like, niggas are still $300. $279? Yeah! I was like, what? what? <laughs> yeah, no. Pussy. That's why I had to stop paying. I was like, all right, y'all got it. I'd rather pay Navient. Get those niggas out the way. But those criminals. I, I like how he's um, operating with the shit. Yeah, fix the, fix the student loan system. These niggas are talking shit, but the way this nigga has been fucking legislating has been a fucking legend, master, legend of how to lead, of how to fucking get do shit American done. policy, bro. Would you say that's a fact? Because he's just been in the system for, long. for he's so been long. He's he been knows. He knows. Literally like fifty years of being a he politician, knows. and he has fucking best friends on the other, other side. side. Mitch McConnell, these fucking he's homies. Best friend. <laughs> he's like, let's get this done, dog. Yeah, let's get this done. Let's, yeah. let's go fucking play some golf. Drinks on me, Drinks nigga. On him. Let's fucking like, come on, man. <laughs> That's why get it's on. been a long run. It's time. That's yeah. why everything that we've always Mitchell, talked about. Bitch, literally, will get on camera and be like, "If we don't win the Senate, it's because the Trump wing brought weak ass candidates. Like, we're gonna put money behind these niggas. We have to get the Senate, but I would have chose better candidates." than Trump endorsing these guys. And I think that's just uh, to one of our topics later down the line. It's just like, you know what I'm saying? It's like the establishment versus actual politics. the deniers yeah. and the conspiracy theories. So there is a war within that, pol- uh, within that party there's a war within Democratic Party too, but it's not as extreme. Like everybody has a kind of line that we want to get to. Some is on the extreme, but it's literally on the other side. It's like extreme, and it's like establishment. So when we get there, we'll talk about it more. But 
Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. What's your? Well, you don't have any more student loans, so. But what do you? How do you feel about? This <laughs> kind of just goes over your head. So you don't gotta deal with it. That goes, shit. Yeah, like. But, ever since this shit passed, I've literally like I've counting down the days until that shit disappears off of my goddamn credit report. But um, as you all know, I didn't finish school, which is <laughs> great. And um, contrary to that, um, I did try to pay off my student loans um, back when all the uh, stimulus packages came out. So with the stimulus packages, I tried to get debt free. I was paying off all my interest on my student loans, which was fucking dumb because maybe like two weeks later, they literally paused everything. So I'm kind of pissed. I'm hoping they send me a check. Like, that they won't. Great. <laughs> they won't. They're like, thank you. Thank you, nigga. But yeah, I think it's a good thing. I do believe that education should be free. It shouldn't be something that's taxed or charged to the American people because that's how we advance. Like the more people who have access to education, the more that we can advance as a society because you never know that underpoverished person that couldn't afford it could have figured out to cure the cancer. And we're about to have lean into that subject now. You oh, got you didn't even know. You don't know the fuck. Uh, <laughs> so at the end of the day, like you never know if you invest in the right brain, you could literally change the world. So I do believe that this is a step in the right direction. I do believe that everything should be free. Um, but as far as me and what I went to school for, I'm done. Okay. Fair enough. And I love it. Well, let's keep it in the education uh, realm real quick. Uh, Supreme Court justices indicated Monday that they are willing to end the explicit consideration of race in college admissions. That was a big one. Uh, The plaintiffs allege that race-conscious school admissions are a form of discrimination against white and Asian students. What? What? Uh, okay, okay. That was fucking well, backwards. Well, I didn't think that was be it. So essentially, they're saying like the the race hiring of like usually lower income people, black people, people of color, where they don't get accepted into these like Ivy League schools, even though they don't have like the greatest of grades compared to other students, to get for diversity numbers, they will get in. They're basically trying to cut all that shit off now. Nah, I don't even think that's how it is because, like, at the end of the day, there's the reason why that if that was put into place is because we were being discriminated against, like wholeheartedly. Like, it, it wasn't you know white Americans, it wasn't Asian Americans, it was Black Americans. Ending affirmative action in college admissions. Yeah, that's no, the abs- tentacle. Yeah, no, that's absolute bullshit. Because at the end of the day, the reason why we have those in place is because these historically Ivy League colleges they weren't accepting Black members to their to their school at all. So it's not that they're finding people with lower GPAs or lower capability of passing their coursework, is that they're finding students that actually meet the criteria mm-hmm. that can be enrolled and they have a certain you know stipulation where it's like, okay, we know that y'all are gonna only do white people if we let y'all. So there's this baseline of minorities that y'all have to enroll just to make shit fair. So whatever the fuck they're talking about is some bullshit. Like, I understand that there may be some discrimination. Like, I have, you know, white colleagues that feel like they're discriminated against because they're not a minority and they feel like minorities have more chances than them as, like, a, I guess, broke up white American mm-hmm. trying to find riches versus one that was born into them. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, it's just like, <clears throat> these are in place so that we can have a chance to run with you niggas. Like, even if you was a poor white American, you still have a better shot if your grades are good at yeah. getting into Harvard than me. So at the end, and I have a brother who went to an Ivy League, so I'm not fucking with none of that shit because he got in on hard work. Hard work. Yeah. And he could have got in on sports. So here's more of how what they broke it down. Members of the court's conservative majority 
question the legal rationale for allowing the practice and probe to what extent colleges and universities could enact new raw, uh, new race neutral admission policies aimed at improving racial diversity. Some justices, however, indicated they would be willing to allow applicants to discuss their racial identities in some form as part of essays touching upon their experiences, such as examples of overcoming discrimination. All right, that's bullshit. Give it to me. So, ISO? ISO! ISO! <laughs> so, this is, um, so there's the lawsuit is hidden behind like a bunch of Asians that feel like uh, they're being discriminated against. But it's it's one guy, he's a Jewish dude that um, has been working to erode, um, let me think, uh, perks for racial groups. Mm-hmm. So he's done it, He's he, he puts up uh, lawsuits to, for um, voting rights, He's put up lawsuits for a bunch of um, affirmative actions, um, and he'll find anybody that wants to put their name behind his lawsuit and say, I'm doing it on their behalf. He believes that there shouldn't be um, perks for racial groups, period, for any racial groups. This is a guy. that's the so, guy who's giving the lawsuit. Yeah, okay. this is the guy that puts up the lawsuits. He's been doing it for years, mm-hmm. and um, because of this case, they they dipped into his uh, his uh, background. Mm-hmm. So I understand where this guy is coming from, a lot of it. But at the same time, this case, um, so it's not really about race. Like most colleges have that kind of. Um, that kind of questioning about race to diversify their student body. They want their student body to look like America. You sure they want it to look like America or do they have to or they want it to represent no, 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 no. America? No, no, they want it to represent America because you're going to go out into America they want it to be diverse as possible. So, so you they believe can have these a, Ivy League schools are yeah. actually like wanting yes. diverse. They want yes, they have a they have a, a set quota in their mind as as a freshman class entering. This freshman class is literally equal parts. Equal parts. Fifteen percent, fifteen percent, fifteen percent. No, 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 no. To what the to what America is. America is not fifteen mm, percent. It's like seventy percent. Yeah, water. yeah. But at the same time, they acknowledge everything. So it's just like um, because they. So the story I was listening to, it was a. Um, administrator from Dartmouth, Dartmouth College, and she was telling him how um, her, how they do their entrance. Just like racial groups matter, like race matters, but it doesn't, it's not an overweight. It's not like weighted like your GPA or your SAT. Okay. Like the per, a guy even, um, the guy that was fighting for affirmative action, the lawyer, showed the court a graph of how race was weighted. And he was like, this is the most least consideration when they put people in school. But I they, agree. And he was like, this, but this is weighted because they want the most diversified body that they can have. Yeah. And he's like, it, it's necessary. Um, but at the same time, 
this is this is um this is not the first time affirmative action has been on there. The table. Yeah, on the table. This court <laughs> has shown that they will erase previous rules because they're the most conservative. So they're changing shit, just like uh, with abortion, just like um, how they did the Voting Rights Act. They're not scared to go against other rulings of the court if these people feel like, fuck it. And there's a and there's a weird, in the last time that they put affirmative action on the table, there's a weird opinion. The last opinion was literally like, we don't expect affirmative action to be used forever mm. until it's necessary. They feel like there should be a stopping point eventually. Yeah, there's gonna be a point in society when everybody will be equal. So this is not permanent. Permanent. This is not gonna be used. What that needs to be when the skills balance out. Balance out. out. Yeah, then we'll take. Then we'll take this up. But that's a very crazy way to look at history, or not just period, just life. Like they probably understand something that we could probably never understand, which is like the the cyclical behavior of history. Um, and they've studied it so much in laws and just the way that society moves to where they're probably just like, you know, this is something that we need. Mm-hmm. But eventually, like, just even when you look at the population of this generation that came after us, like, they're a bunch of curly hair, light skin, yeah. you know, yeah. just different types of people all because we're just mixing and mingling to where you're not going to be able to know what somebody is. Did or where see, they come from. They actually predicted it for the future. What like I think it's 2052. What the race is gonna look like. Yeah, like, bro, yeah. They're all awesome bro. <laughs> yeah. But And I so think, by that time that shit's not even gonna I fucking matter. I don't agree with that opinion though. Like because we haven't reached that point. No, it's we're far from it. We're not far, far. From, not very far. And but. for them to even like word it like that in the initial opinion is very is very weird because that's that's what most of the justices during the court case were leaning on they were like well in the initial opinion they said that this wasn't a statue that should last forever and then we see in like the uh we should post that in the chat but they were saying that like during the um the voting rights case, they were saying like, just because you make it hard for black people to vote doesn't mean they can't vote. Yeah. Which is a fact. But, that's but it's still... Fucked, but that's fucked up. It's, it's still fucked up. <laughs> it's still fucked up. Yeah. So, I... And, and, and as a fact, I think that we need to say here, like, affirmative action, the, per, the people that based off... I mean, that... Um, Aid off affirmative action the most are really white women. So so let's not think it's a black people thing. It's white women that became board members, white women that became billionaires, white women that became CEOs at a higher clip than anybody black. So they ruled off opinion, uh, of uh, affirmative action the most. And at the same time, when we're talking about college students, they they're not willing to do anything about legacy uh, legacy students. 
like you get people that are going to college because your family came here, or they're or donating, or, a or they're donating amount. amount amount, and they said there was literally in Dartmouth, the lady said there's eight per eight to ten percent of people that are allowed in that college. Because of the contribution. Yeah, eight to ten. So new people that are allowed in, but everyone else is like grandfathered in. They have to from parents go through their their academic Academic achievements, achievements. but legacies are just locked in. Locked in. You can come here with a two point oh because your family family donated a million dollars. I forgot where George Bush went. He went to Yale. Would George Bush have got into Yale if he wasn't a legacy? Absolutely not. He wouldn't be president of the United fucking he was, States. He was a C student, made it to presidency. Don't say it's not possible. fucking Yale. So I'm saying, off of legacy shit, if these niggas are worried about other racial groups being put in because... Because of what? Because of affirmative action? That shit is a stupid, non... How do you non- feel about... Uh, Supreme Court Justice, what's his name, Clarence Thomas, mm-hmm. uh, he said that he doesn't know what uh, what uh, diversity means. What he, he He's just a white guy. He's a he, black yeah. man and a white yeah. guy. He's just a white yeah. guy. And that's, but that's, wasn't he like the first? He was the yes, first black. Yeah, of black. that's who he and, is. But the thing, the thing that's good is Katanji Brown, who just got appointed, she uh, removed herself from the case because she went to Harvard. Yeah. He went to whatever school he went to, but it was also one of those top schools, but he's still... And um, he's not removing himself from anything, yeah. because he's... there. All the Donald Trump fucking court cases that made it to the Supreme Court, he's been ruling on it. And we already know that his wife was a he huge... He went to Yale. Huge Donald, Trump, Donald Trump supporter. We have it... They put it in the fucking um, January 6th shit. He won't recuse himself from this shit, like... What more can you? What? What? what I don't know. I, what more can you say? Yeah. The funny thing about that, though, I was thinking this week is literally they were trying to name something for him because he's from Georgia. Clarence Thomas. Well, yep. They were trying to name um, something for him, and the black Democrats in the in the state house were no. like, "Absolutely not! <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not!" The nigga, the nigga that was like. I understand he made it to the highest court. But he, he is this, not us. But he has. He is not he one has of us. A <laughs> to black people. Yeah, he is setting us back. Yeah. He's I trying will, to set us back. I will not allow his name to go on anything. Completely agree. <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck out You're of here, Mr. Thomas. Thomas. Niggas was on that shit. I love that. When I was hearing that story, I was like, fuck you. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Because then he was like, absolutely not. No, we're yeah. not doing that. I understand he made it to the highest court. I understand that he worked his nothing. way up. But he has been a detriment to black people. He's what you call, a, he's what you call a coon? Yes. Uncle or Tom. Tom. Uncle Tom, yes. Or Uncle Tom. Tom. Or Tommy. Yeah. Uh, not the Power Ranger. Not the Green Ranger or White Ranger. Not the Green Ranger. <laughs> Uh, let's see. CVS, Walmart, and Walgreens agreed to pay billions Damn. in a nationwide opioid claim settlement. Too. I gotta be careful what I'm um, saying here. Let's see. They, but they didn't... I'll break it down right now. Yes. Uh, CVS, Walmart, and Walgreens have a great, agreed to pay $13.8 billion in a massive settlement over their role in the U.S. opioid epidemic. 
with thousands of claims filed by the state, local, and tribal government lawsuits to be settled by the funds. Uh, on Wednesday, CVS had agreed to fork over $5 billion over 10 years. Uh, Walgreens disclosing a filing with the U.S. Secretary's Exchange that it will pay roughly uh, $5.7 billion over 15 years. Uh, and Walmart agreed to pay $3.1 billion, most be paid up front. Oh, that's good. Yeah, they was they like, get, it. They was like, get this shit, shit out, out of my house. Yeah. <laughs> last time I, I heard Walmart was not in the... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was just CBS and Walgreens. Yeah, it was only CBS and Walgreens. But that lawsuit also, they do not um, take fault. Mm-hmm. They said, we're not admitting fault for this. Yeah, we some billions. Yeah, meanwhile, neither company ever actually admitted, admitted any wrongdoing. Yeah. Uh, one of the attorneys who negotiated on behalf of the government said that the settlements with pharmacies will bring billions of additional dollars to communities that are desperate for funds to combat the epidemic of opioid addiction. Uh, we know the reckless, profit-driven dispensing practices fueled by the process pro- by the crisis, uh, but we know just as surely that with better systems in place and proper heating of red flag warnings, pharmacies can play the right role in reducing opioid abuse. And it's saving lives. That's from the lawyer Paul Paul Jeller. Thoughts, fellas. Um, my thought is um, let me think about my thought. Cause it it's weird because they didn't take. They didn't admit. Um, they didn't admit to it. But they're like, let's just do well, this. I think the money is an admission, though. Yeah. In a way, yeah. In, in a way, because... I think they're all just like, let's just fucking pay this so they can leave us leave alone. Leave us alone. And let's that, just get this past us. We all got the money to do it. That's what Walmart was like, here's take all of this right now. Let's fucking just drop Get this. my name the fuck out of like, this. All that was like, in five, 10 and 15 years, I wouldn't want that to be kept on dragged right. on. Yeah. Especially as a, if you have the money already, yeah. let's get it over with so you guys can move forward as a company. Yeah. Take the hit for your fourth quarter, which is holiday season, for which is probably going to be slow for most medical places. Uh-huh. And then you just say, hey, our quarter's going to be low because we had to fucking pay this lawsuit. Now let's move forward. 2023, we don't got nothing stopping us. Yeah. That's think, what they should do. I'm thinking um, back into my pharmacy days, like, you only distribute, you only distribute, <laughs> you only distribute what uh, a doctor wrote yeah. as a prescription. Um, you can only get it for as many times as they allow. allow. Like there's a grace But, but, there were, you are two years? Yeah. Oh, there was a paid, like there were Dr. Pig mills, like they were just just doing it to do it. Yeah, they were just writing prescriptions because some doctors are incentivized and incentivized to, to do sell, it. Yeah. So it really came up to the pharmacist because the pharmacist is the last line of, of defense, getting yeah. your nerve. Yeah, <laughs> of getting the drug. Yeah. So I don't see how you can't admit fault. Um. Even though, like you said, doctors were incentivized by the companies. The companies made as many drugs as they did, uh-huh. and they were pushing it out. But at the same time, you are the last defense. Yeah. Um, American talked to it because he was a pharmacy tech during this time when shit got pushed out. Um, but at the same time, like we've seen that to where a, uh, your pharmacist will be like, 
don't accept shit from this doctor anymore. If this doctor comes in here, it's a dub. It's a dub. Yeah. So, and it's not even that. It's just like I'm gonna be very vague, which I should be. But at the end of the day, like I worked for a certain company, and this particular company was just like, you know, go deeper. You know, you. I can't go deeper. I work. I still kind of like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to say much, but at the end of the day, when I was working for a specific company, um, you know, you would see that they had a problem. Like, they were trying to refill their prescriptions way too early, and we'll just be like, my nigga, you cannot come back yeah. until this date. Like, they were modern-day drug dealers, but they was, like, working in the pharmacy. Yeah. And so it's just like, we knew these niggas was fiends. We, like, we knew they were coming back because they took their pills too early, but we had to be the ones to tell them, like, yo, this prescription says you can't fill this shit until next week Tuesday. Yeah. So come back now? next week Tuesday and you'll get a 32 pill supply. Yeah. And then now we're giving them out 32 pills, 60 pills at a time because they have three month subscriptions. Mm. And now you have a three month pill bottle worth of narcotics. When I had my procedure, they gave me all the narcos, but there was like, uh, we'll let you know. Those like on the receipt thing too. On the per- on the tells you when to take it. It was like. You got no refills on this shit. Right. Uh, and it will tell you, like, the way these systems is now, like, my pharmacy will text me, like, CVS is like, yo, your medicine will be ready next, next week, week, nigga. Yeah. Come here next week for your no stuff. We can't give it to you until, until next week. Next week. Mm-hmm. I don't care how bad your nose is hurting. Your doctor says, next week, we're going to give it to you next and the fiends week. And <laughs> the fiends still come in, like, I ran out of pills and I'd be like, okay, Miss Blank, but it says for you to take two by mouth per day for three weeks. It's only been a week, my nigga. Yeah. There's nothing that I there's yeah. nothing I can do. You mistook yeah. your doses. Yeah. And so now you're trying to get your re-up, but we can't give you your re-up legally because that's what the law yeah, states. But no soon as you can get your re-up, we're gonna give you a three-month supply of Percocet. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck you gonna do with a three month supply of Percocet other than fight the bitches? They gave me all the drugs. I didn't. I literally didn't take any of them shit after my procedure. They was like, you might need it for your pain management after the procedure. I got home. I was like, I don't feel anything. I was like, I'm not gonna take any of these heavy ass drugs. No. But all that. in the same time, like the um, CDC just wrote out a new um, way that doctors should give this out because they did a hard pull. Uh, after that, uh, after the drug epidemic, they for did a hard doc- new guidelines for opioids. Yeah, for opioids. Oh, yeah, that's right there. Opioids. So they, so they just brought that out, but because of the epidemic, they did a pullback, and there was a lot of people not getting pain medications that needed it. A lot of people went to the streets. A lot of people. They fueled that shit. Became this this so, is why. This is the 22 uh, guideline recommendations for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, when opioids are needed for acute pain, they should be prescribed at the lowest effective dose and for no longer than the expected duration of pain severe enough to warrant opioids. Mm. Yeah. So they're basically trying to get that shit off the market. They're literally weeding everybody off. Trying the to wean it yeah. slowly so that. So the. the, the if you're or addicted to it, the high you were getting off of that will not be as good anymore. You so have to literally take a bunch of pills. Yeah. Yes. And, that and was, then if you use your whole thing, you're not getting a refill. And that because was a problem they um, because they were going to the streets. Some people committed suicide because they were in so much pain. 
So they just redid the guidelines. And that's so crazy, the pain response from not taking the drug. Like, the drug itself makes you feel like you're in pain. It's no longer the pain that you're treating. Like, you can get, you can get, you know, Percocet or whatever, or some type of opioid for falling, you know, and breaking your fucking leg, right? And then you're on that shit for three to four weeks, and the next thing you know, you have a phantom pain where it's like, ah, oh, my leg, my leg, my leg. Well, the thing is, I your complete, leg is fine. I know what they're talking about. Although I, I wasn't addicted to opioids, I wasn't on any of that shit. I can just go based off my medical history, right? So you guys know my whole no situation, right? I've been using Afrin. My girl's addicted to that shit. I told her. She's I, addicted, nigga. I told, my I told do- him to. Let me tell you what ha- The shit says you're not supposed to use it longer than three, three days. days in a row. I used that shit for three years straight. That's how. That's why my nose was so fucked yes. up. When I went to the ENT, he put the camera down there. He was like, you've been using Afrin? Yeah. I was like, yeah. He was like, how long? I was like, for like three years. He was like, you're not supposed to use it for three days. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, he was like, your nose is so, because what Afrin has, it has a rebound effect. So it like it will shrink it. I hope Marie's watching this. <laughs> it, it, will, it will shrink whatever's causing the congestion. Yeah. And then after it wears off, it comes back it a doubles. little bit bigger. Yeah. So if you I told I told it's so, she, I went to dinner with these niggas and she was like, have you ever used this before? And, and I was like, I used the fuck out of it. I was I like, no, but you should have shot. I should have bought stuff. I and I was like, Sean, I always use Afrin. If I thought about your if I thought about your surgery. And Marie was She's Marie gonna need that surgery soon. And Marie Marie was like, go get my Afrin. I was like, nope. I was like, Tell Marie, you're you're addicted. Tell her she needs to cut that off starting now. No, she did. After my procedure, he's like, you can use this for one week for emergencies only because it was so much swelling after the bleeding and everything. He was like, this will help with that just for the week. I went to my follow-up, he was like, no more Afrin ever. I was like, what if it gets bad? Deal with it. Deal with it. Your nose will eventually get back to normal. She looked it up. Yeah. Because I was like, you're so fucking African. My bot, there's a term for it too. It's a whole uh, Medically addicted. There's a whole, I did so much research Marie on this. Marie did so much research today. She was like, oh God, I got to stop this shit now because the rebound effect, it could take months to years. Yes. For your nose. I have my procedure for about a month now and I'm still not completely less swollen down there. But although I could breathe this shit without using anything now, at nighttime, this shit will swell up and it will be very fucking uncomfortable because it still swells up at nighttime because it's like not fully done. Damn. Uh, but it's called, there's a uh, proper medical term. There's a whole term for this. And I was like, oh, we shit. Like there's this ENT that was Rent, like, after the last thing you should use. Rent, I don't, I can't pronounce it. Rhenhitis medicamentosa, which is basically just being addicted to the medicine. Your body is just used to using the medicine to do the work instead of your body and doing the work. And the reason why they're not classifying it as a drug is because you don't have you the withdrawal yeah. symptoms that there's most no drugs have. Drugs, yeah. But the withdrawal symptom is you use, they mm-hmm. literally created a product that makes you need it. Yep. Your body was like, where is this? Where is the So Afrin? like now my body is good whereas like I don't need to use it. Like if it gets bad, I have like uh my doctor said I use like mucinex, the oral pill, like just take that that'll be good for like four to six hours. Or I could use uh shit, what's the other one in my room? Flonase? Uh, Flonase, I have the medical Flonase. That's the steroids to help the inflammation in they there. They say that you can use that yep. if you're addicted. You do that in the morning. Yeah. You, I do that in the morning. Yeah. That helps, like, throughout the day to keep it, like, lubricated and not yeah. fuck shit up. But, uh, there's another one that helps with, like, the inflammation. I'll 
I'll give it to uh, I'll let you look at him so you can give it to her. So that you can use that as a substitute to bring down your congestion yeah. instead of spraying. She's an addict. Yeah. She's been on that. It's gonna fuck weeks. her up in a, in the long run. If she's already at that point, she's there. So, but she, but the one thing that she did do is she she would let herself stay stuffy for a very long time because it says once every twelve hours. So she would wait until like oh, hour no, I, twelve or thirteen. What like, well, nigga? I was like, oh, I'm stuffy. Ta, I don't want to yeah. be stuffy no more. No, that's she no, literally. Our, that's why he was like three years. He he knew my show was fucked up yeah. before he even had a procedure. He was yeah. like, you're gonna need some shit. Yeah. So like now that I could, now that I know like my body is slowly getting better, but I, I, I don't sleep 100 percent better yet because sometimes it wakes me up in the middle of the night. But like like my fucking breathing throughout the day is flawless. Yeah. It's just the swelling at night that still gets me. I remember the day she bought it, and I remember the relief she felt. So great. It was addicting. Cause it's and ever since then, all, all the and I was like, Marie, you realize that you had a stuffy nose ever since you started taking Afrin? And she's like, yeah, but I think it's because I'm pregnant. No. Mm-mm. It's because your body is needing that now. Because it's easy to use the spray because Afrin works fucking instantly. That's the problem. Not no more. Oh, they till they lowered it? No, like, no, it's... It still works over time. But, but the at lesser first, lower. At first, the more it was you use instant. it, the lesser it is. So if you got used to get twelve hours of release, you keep using it. That's just gonna be two hours. It's just gonna be four. Is is bad. So I'll tell you. I'll show you everything that I've been using orally, so I don't use any sprays. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we just got a couple of topics left, but these are like the the deep political topics. Uh-oh. So, uh oh. So first up. Uh, Iran admits to sending drones to Russia for the first time. Mm-hmm. You, I'm sure you've seen that. Yeah. What's your thoughts on that? Oh, is it that these countries are just choosing sides now? Nigga, we know though. We know. We yeah, knew we that know. shit. We knew that. Yeah. And South Korea, I mean, North Korea is doing this. North Korea is just shooting missiles. Yeah. China actually does. Uh, did you see the shit today? Actually, uh, uh, what's it? Taiwan. Mm-hmm. They just like uh, scrambled jets. Uh, like like twenty jets because they caught a radar that China had like air uh, ships in the air heading towards them as well as like boats in the water. What? So like they're like testing them niggas. They're testing them. <laughs> it's, it's a scary time. It's a scary time. The world could be ready to explode in a world any moment. But it's, it's like the size of being like drawn now. Yeah. Yeah. It's the science of being drawn. That's all it is. For the next war. World war is is being like Iran, all the authoritarian, the dictators are obviously on that side. Mm -hmm. And then the world democracies and NATO. At the same time though, our world is so um, connected. Like we... we, Because of the oil with Iran? Well, not even the oil with Iran. It's like... um, like we use China supply chains. Yeah, I don't think we're going to war with China because our no. money is too connected. No, and they know the same. The only thing we'll go to war over is Taiwan. Yeah, that's the only thing war over China yeah. will happen. And I think uh, China saw how we um, responded Ukraine. to Ukraine. That will just fund they, fucking they, Taiwan. Yeah, we'll just give them everything. Yeah, they, they won't do it. They mm. won't do that. I I don't think they'll do that. Um, they know they have to work with America just to get. To be a superpower, to, they to get the America. world, yeah, because their GDP has shrunk so much yeah. because of their um, pandemic plans. Yeah, because of the their shutdowns. No, every time there's one hand, yeah, one one case, COVID, shut this shut bitch down, shut the whole city down. <laughs> and so they're they're um, 
their economics is not great right now. Gotcha. They, their shit shrunk so much. So, and there's certain shit we can work with China at the same time, and China doesn't want a world war because they're suffering uh, just like the rest of the country. Yeah. The whole world is suffering from inflation. Yeah. It's not just an American problem. Actually, America's uh, a lot America better. Than most other countries. Yes, because they're... Like, UK is about to, like, be shambles. Yeah, shambles. <laughs> because we're oil dependent. We do our own oil. Yeah. Of course, the market controls the oil prices, but at the same time, like... We have our own oil. We yeah. have our own oil. Worst case scenario. Uh, yeah, and... Um, and... Our fucking job sector is very well. Like people are getting paid more. That's that's why. And the Fed is raising interest rates, which to is making out all this shit. Yeah, which is making our uh, dollar stronger. It's Everybody, like for the first time in like fifty years, our dollar is stronger than the euro. Yes, like that. yes. Everybody's putting money into American banks because our interest rates are all better. Highs right yeah, now. better than everything else. So. We're in a better aspect, but the, the, the globe, I'm saying this to say this, the globe is so intertwined economically that it doesn't behoove anybody to go to war. Gotcha. Russia's facing this now. Their like, economy real, is, it, like, yes. they're in bottom, they're at ground zero. They're at ground zero, so they need, that's why you see Saudi Arabia and that um, OPEC plus cartel, like jacking, like cutting production so they can so their oil is more mm-hmm. so <clears throat> russia can make more of oil to the little bits of people that are still, still buying, buying oil and china's buying most of it yes them. which is china fucking uh, probably iran iran no no no, no 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 iran has their own oil oh okay iran definitely has their own oil. it's like china a couple of still european countries and i Think North Korea, I want to say? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if North Korea was there. So these are pretty much the places that aren't really, wasn't organic, be dense when the whole oil thing happened. Because there's there was a major event that happened which created all the oil on the planet because it's all the same age, dinosaurs. theoretically. Yeah. Right. The death so of all the dinosaurs. All the, the vegetation, everything, anything that was organic that got buried turned into oil. So with that being said, it's just like, you know, I believe that, well, first of all, was the, what was the original topic? You, you just go Ooh. ahead. I'll, okay, so anyway. Finish your thought and I'll, oh, bring, I'll bring I'll bring I'll bring people so back in. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. no, but anyways, like so I do believe that there's a strategy that America has going on as far as its oil consumption. I do believe that we're the type of people who will buy another nigga's oil until they're fucking depleted. So we still have oil. And then we'll still be the person that like, okay, we have oil. Now we're the plug. We're the plug because y'all niggas done depleted all of your shit. You was dispersing and, and, and giving it to the world when we was just barreling our shit and saving it for dark times. Yeah. So I think that America's gonna always be okay. Um, but as far as the times that we're experiencing now, as far as like all the relations that we have with other countries and the recessions and things like that, I do believe that there are some very strange times upon us. But the problem is like a lot of people just live in this la-la land where reality is just what it is. When throughout history it has shown us that great empires have fallen. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, like I always tell my significant other, like we need to be prepared. We need to have food in the house. We need to have... What did Bill Maher say? Uh... 
Greek didn't have the smartphone and the internet, and they lasted 200 years, so U.S. We're lasted 247. That's right. a good run. It's a good run. <laughs> and so at the end of the day, like I tell her, like, we need more ammunition. We need more things. You That's why I keep telling my people, like, yo, we need to start, like, stacking up for yeah. when shit is the first. Because this is all, everything that we experience as an as any type of society is an illusion Sickle. of safety and of stability. But at the end of the day, all this shit can take a turn for the worst tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, based upon, you know, what comes out in the media, whatever the case may be, so... So, since you're already there, the topic was... You kind of just circled right back into the topic. Because I thought about it when I was in the... Uh, Iran admitted to actually giving drones to Russia for the first time. Right. Yeah, this shit's not safe. Like, the laws of war are just, like... There are no rules. I don't give a fuck what the world says. I don't give a fuck what society says. I'm going to do what I want to do, and that's why there are certain cultures mm-hmm. that benefit more off the earth than everybody else because we have this uncommon, I mean, not uncommon, but it's just like this this rule that we should be kind and generous and nice to each other, blah, 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 love, peace, positivity. But there are the people who understand that the world is chaos, yep. and if you dive into chaos, you're going to win. Um, they've understood that since the beginning of time. So Putin, he's doing what he knows works. Yeah. And what we re- what we don't realize as America is just like we think that there's this safety net because we're Americans, not understanding that great civilizations have fallen. Yeah. So we have this safe sense of security. I'm not surprised that Iran's doing what they're doing with Russia. I'm not surprised that Russia's doing what they're doing with Ukraine because they're just going by old laws, which is who gives a fuck. In the grand scheme of things, laws are theoretical. Like yeah. the only reason why I follow laws is because I might get caught. Yeah. But if there was no risk of getting caught, I'm not They're following real, the law. Russia's moving with my stick is bigger than yours. Let's so see I'm what gonna, happens. I'm gonna take you back. Exactly. But they're but they're losing. Yeah. Uh, they are losing. <laughs> that's, that's the consequences you have to face. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'll post this video in here for the chat, but we can talk about the Bill Maher. Uh, clip real quick about uh, the upcoming elections uh, and how he painted that very dark view for America how nothing's going to be the same uh, this is the end of democracy uh, how uh, Biden's not going to stand a chance against Trump and the lady from Arizona who's basically Trump in a female body uh, so yeah so what do you guys think about that and I'll post that here in the chat for you guys Thoughts? Um, I'll say that he was a little extreme in his thinking. I don't think it's that bad. Um, but yeah, every America's a young country, right? Mm-hmm. So every democracy does go through turmoil. Turmoil. Democracy isn't easy, but democracy has to be fair. Like, there's a lot of. Uh, Republican, uh, what is that? Secretary of States mm-hmm. that are literally legitimately being like, there's no such thing as like voter suppression, fraud. voter fraud. Okay, like voter fraud is very, Real? very rare because we've protected our voting system so much. Like, there's, there's, um, ID checks, there's multiple signature verifications, there's this, there's that. Um, So we're seeing like, like I said, like the establishment wing of that party is literally being like, this is all just a voting 
uh, like a ploy to get more votes for more people to vote. Yeah, on that side and to vote for those guys that don't be- believe in democracy. Um, there is kind of ways where democracy seems like it's going. Like back when Obama won the second time when he lost the House and the Senate under his rule. Uh, a lot of legislatures won Republican base. So this year, every 10 years, they redraw maps. Mm-hmm. Um, like a redlining and all that. Yeah, well, draw maps to uh, have like districts so you can win the house. Yeah, you can shape like the, the map. Yeah, 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 you can shape it. So whoever's in control gets to draw the maps. After t- 2011, uh, I think that's when he ran or whatever. That was his primary. Uh, a lot of Republicans drew the redrew the map. Redistricting. Yeah, redistricting. 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 <laughs> redistricting. I can't miss the whole. I said it, and, and then you, you and then you. I said it again, and then you still was. Anyway, so that's why people think the House is gonna be won by the Republicans because they they drew the maps partially. Um, so there is problems with, and, and they've been doing like from the ground up. Democrats always used to focus on uh, federal, federal elections, big elections, mm-hmm. when Republicans were, were worried about grassroots um, legislatures. And that's where yeah. the power is, because you get to draw the maps. Local legislature, yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's, they've been trying to hold power because they realize just, just quoting, I mean, courting the white electorate is not going to do it. Got it. It's not going to do it. So, they're finding ways, but they're, but what I'm shocked in is that they won't change because they literally have a chance to court Hispanics, black men, um, some Mexicans that came over here through uh, proper channels, like they have a chance to spread their party out, but they just want to focus on white evangelicals and white men and women that come along with that. And it's very shocking. There is a different, there is another wing to their party that wants to grow it out, but the way they're going, they just want to deny elections. They want to control elections. They want to do the voter suppression bills under, we're trying to make voting Hard. safer. Mm. And it's, it's a way to subvert democracy in a kind of way. When you can deny elections and run up in the shit and then say there's nothing wrong with people running into your the house of your democracy. Yeah. It's a problem. And a bunch of people not believing believing in actual voting numbers and the and the what will happen if they lose they're still gonna yeah. roll up and win. Yeah. Roll up like they won. And they're making it harder because they're literally people don't wanna work the polls anymore. People don't want to be election workers anymore because they're being intimidated. They're being uh, followed when they leave. Yeah. Like, people, like, there's literally, like, 
dudes with ARs around fucking uh, drop boxes. Damn. Take my shit, pick, my take, shit was pleasant at the mall. I went right to the hood. Taking, yeah. Right to soft the cat ball. In, in the hood, we don't have those problems. We don't have those problems. We went right to the mall. I was like, wait right here. You be inside in less than five minutes. I was inside. But, but, in but when you're in like Copa County yeah. or you're in Las Vegas. A more mixed place. Yeah, where it's like contentious. You, you're literally putting pressure on people, and and nobody wants that to exist. Not even Republican uh, state secretaries of state. They're yeah. literally saying this is safe, and they're literally saying I fear what's gonna happen after election day when the totals come in slow because we have to count this shit. Yeah. So when they don't see the winner in the first five hours, or they don't see the winner the next, that's day, when they're gonna be like it's up. It's an election. They stuffed up and they did this. They did that. They like, count. They missed counting the numbers. Blah yeah, blah blah. There's a problem with the democracy. Got to accept the loss. And there's and it's not necessarily. I don't think a political problem. There is deniers, and they are this feeding. This exchange of power. They are feeding into the people because it's the people that are making it hard. They want to be poll watchers. They want to intimidate yeah. voters. This is. This is the closest time that black people and other people have been to the six, to the 50s when when white when the KKK used to line up around fucking precincts and intimidate black people from casting their vote. Yeah. And now what what is that fucking 80 70 years later it's Same come shit. full full, Came right full back. term came right back. It's it's the most contentious yeah. time in in American history. Nigga don't got that problem with my county, you know what I'm saying? Legit. Yeah. yeah we'll but, see what happens but, though. I'm sorry for the rest of you. Uh let's see. Here's an interesting topic. Uh the Department of Homeland Security admits to trying to manufacture terrorists for Donald Trump. What do you mean? Oh you want more? That wasn't enough for you? No. Oh. <laughs> Uh, let's see. The Department of Homeland Security launched a failed operation that ensnared hundreds, if not thousands, of U.S. protesters in what new documents show was a sweeping, power-hungry effort before the 2020 election to bolster President Donald Trump's election, spurious claims about a terrorist organization he accused his Democratic rivals of supporting. Uh, an internal investigation report made public this month by Senator Ron Wyden a Democrat of Oregon details the finding of Department of Homeland Security lawyers concerning a previous undisclosed effort by Trump's active security of Homeland Security, Chad Wolf, to amass secret dossiers on Americans in Portland attending anti-racism protests in summer 2020, sparked by the police murder of Minneapolis father, George Floyd. Uh, the report describes attempts by top officials to ink to link protesters to an imaginary terrorist plot in an apparent effort to bolster Trump's election odds, re-election odds. Raising concerns now about the ability of a sitting president to co-opt billions of dollars worth of domestic intelligence assets for their own political gain. Uh, Department of Homeland Security uh, analysts recounted orders to generate evidence of financial ties between protesters in custody, an effort that they had not failed would have seemingly served legitimate President Trump's false claims about Antifa, an organization that even his most loyal intelligence officers failed to drum up proof ever existed. 
So Homeland Security is basically gonna willing to make fake reports to say a terrorist organization to make Trump win again, basically. Mm -hmm. They admit to lying and trying to make a fake terrorist organization so people will vote for Trump again. I'm not surprised, like like I said before, like a lot of the American ideology is that we're safe mm-hmm. um, and that we have this type of governmental structure that keeps us safe um, and out of harm's way, but at the end of the day, like this is all a game and this is all mass manipulation on a huge scale. I believe that marketers do it, advertisers do it. I believe that election officials do it. Like everything, like I said earlier in the podcast, we're characters. And it just really depends on how you present yourself and the message that you market, how you're perceived in this world. So there's certain people who understand that concept and they're going to use it to their benefit. So I'm not surprised that the Department of Homeland Security, you know, tried to push, I guess, Donald Trump's narrative. Um, I'm not surprised about that shit. Like, I feel like that's some shit. But creating a whole yeah, storyline to make it's creating a storyline for every for society itself that we're gonna have to be characters in regardless. So it's like people don't understand how good reality can be manipulated, and if you don't understand that, you can be a victim. So I'm not surprised that they did that shit because most people are victims. They don't understand. Okay. They don't understand. Fair enough. Jamal? Um, I'll say it makes sense because that's a federal agency. Mm-hmm. That's all under the president. It's all under the president. So by his direction. So by the, his direction, they have to move how he wants to move. Unless someone... So they're allowed to make a fake report to try to make something... Yeah, if he... if he For him? If he... Absolutely. Because he's the one that picks the... People. Yeah, his administration. Yeah. That's a that's a position that he hires. Mm. So if your boss is telling you you have to do something... I guess. Guess what? You're going to do it. The only time that under his administration he... He people were literally like no is when he tried to um you remember when he was holding the bible in front of that church upside down on my dad yeah yeah and and the military the guys that run the military the generals the the generals were literally like hell no oh this guy used us as puppets yeah Yeah. like he he made us clear this whole thing just for a photo photo op so he can win the election after that, he lost them. Yeah. So after, like... During the generals January, have to be on during, your side so for a yeah, takeover. Yeah, so during January 6th... They'll never do a takeover. During January 6th, those guys were literally like, fuck no, we're not gonna... We're not taking no calls from the White House. These, they literally were like, we are done with this. Wow. They literally had a conversation between... All of the generals, the top five generals that are in the Situation Room, and were like, "This guy is not fit to be president." Like he used us in that little photo op. After that, after that, in every book that I've read, he was like, "They lost him." He played them like toys. He played them like toys, and he and they were like, "There's not a chance that this is going down." So when they saw January 6 happening, they're like, "We know he's gonna try and use some military shit. Don't take calls from the way." He told his whole staff, "Don't do that." And if we gonna put you in a situation, <laughs> yeah. And if we need to get like, if we need to like, come out there, and it won't be for 
what he calls for. Right. So it'll be the stabilizer. Yeah, shit. it'll be the mm. stabilizer. Because in and we always have this argument, right? Like if this was us storming the Capitol, it would have been bodies on the floor, National Guard, smoke bombs, rubber what? bullets. They, 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 no, they probably would have. They would have bombed the if, whole shit. Yeah, all. Yeah. How much was, people is in there? A couple thousand. Bomb it. Let's mm-hmm. bomb it. We can build a new fucking. And so that's why <laughs> Jay Z said, "I, I, um, you let them white people put your feet on my desk. All my little respect for you. Like at the end of the day, like even when it comes to protecting democracy, you're gonna protect the white life over." You know anybody else when we're peacefully protesting and your infiltrators come and you know damage property and all that type of shit yeah a lot of people join in but you know it's those people who actually come and infiltrate the peace um that gets everybody riled up yeah. so i do believe that it's all illusionary um and i do believe that jamal's right as well like that shit was off the chain yeah but they allowed it to happen so yep uh, last but not least, Donald Trump is eyeing the third week in November, that's the week of Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. to announce his 2024 presidential run. What's more American than Thanksgiving? Like, Nothing. Taking football, killing, 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 killing the Indian, Indian, giving them STDs, STDs, taking all your land, and getting them to teach you the way of the land. president again. That's fantastic. Only he would think of that shit. He's gonna do it all Thanksgiving. <laughs> Everyone's home together. <laughs> Everyone's, so everyone's gonna react to it the same. He's gonna do it all things given, I guarantee. You. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Not, not gonna lie, because there has been a has been a pull from the Republican Party to stay away from Trump. Yeah, just well, like what's his name uh, in Florida, DeSantis. Yeah. Do you think he's gonna run to he, try to counter Donald? He, although they're kind of the same, but they're not. the same. But he comes across more more, uh, more willing to work together. Not even that. He's more just extreme, people. but he's he's he doesn't talk out of his ass. Okay, fair enough. Um, he, Which is he, simple he, education. He seems more stable, and if he doesn't seem more stable. Exactly. Which and, is that's a very low bar. But at the same time, there's kind of a rift between him and Trump. Mm-hmm. He said if Trump runs, he's not gonna run. Mm-hmm. We'll see if he sticks to that. And then there's gonna be other people on the ballot that are above the establishment. And we see establishment Republicans not standing close to Trump yeah. when it comes to He's almost making like a third party. It party. comes to the primary. When like Kemp yeah. hasn't ran with Herschel Walker, hasn't ran with Trump. Separate them. He, he he Pence comes to talk about about Kemp, and that's it. Kemp has uh, uh, and on the other side, um, who's the guy I just said? Pence. Mm-hmm. He won't he won't um, stand next to Herschel Walker. Yeah. So there is a, a divide oh, where it's like establishment Republicans and Trump Republicans. So do so it doesn't look like it's gonna happen. Is like. He's he, kind of he's kind of fracturing the Republican Party. Yes. Whereas like the Republicans, the traditional Republicans are gonna have their person, mm-hmm. then Trump and his people, uh-huh. and then the Democrats. And you so know what? I wouldn't be mad. So I wouldn't be mad. Should in theory make it easier for the Democrats? But the Democrats are having the same issue though. It's like extreme liberals to a Biden liberal. Mm. That's why because uh, his his approval rating is so low. He, a lot of a lot of Democrats don't want to stand by him. They don't want to stand by him. That's why you see Obama 
<laughs> coming out of nowhere and coming to Georgia and Throwing his way sit, around. sitting next to fucking Raphael Warnock yeah. cause that's the guy that that's the legend of the party yeah. like you Obama gave you the okay we good gave you the okie dokie good in the hood so, so so there's a there's a fracture in both parties it's not as extreme as the Republican party um but that's why you see most his approval ratings at forty five percent. That's not, not horrible bad. either. That's but not but it should be around fifty. In but it's time, not bad. Though. It's not horrible for Biden. It's not great. No, either. It's not great. No. But I do believe that that's an embellished number. Like I don't. I understand polling. I understand you all that shit. But like, but you can't for the past deny of, polling for the past couple. You of and Stacey Abrams are gonna find out on hold Tuesday. On. You're gonna hold on. Did you vote for Kemp? This nigga sound like you vote for Kemp. <laughs> I split ticket. Kev Warnock ticket. No, I'm kidding. No, he's not. <laughs> but anyways, he's like shit's going good right now. But then why mess things up? At the end of the day, I do believe. I do believe this right here. Like I do believe that the majority of Americans, you know, that are modern day Americans, I believe that they're more moderate than right or left wing. They're. Um, I believe that they're no. more moderate. But. That moderate section you're talking about. They can about. go either the fucking way. The independent? Yes. They're the ones that determine. So here's the polling for, for Biden right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, 78% of Democrats approve. Mm-hmm. 20% disapprove. Not bad. Uh, Republicans, 87% disapprove. Mm-hmm. And 12% approve. That's not bad. It's like 50-50. So what is what, what poll is this? This is from Rutgers. This is from... R- Rooters. What did I say? Rutgers. The, the park? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I might be dyslexic. I think that's what I'm figuring out oh, today. No. I'm like adding words, adding letters. Are you drunk? <laughs> it's fine. I'm not drunk. Oh, then you're right. caught. When try, I tried to help. I might be dyslexic. I'm you like adding letters. Right. I tried to help. <laughs> but um, back to what I was saying. Let's stay on topic. Let me just stay on topic for a so, so last topic, we're about to get out of here. So, um, yeah, so they have a problem. They have a whole problem with uh, the whole party as itself. Like even in Virginia, when he won the, um, even he's coming to coming to Georgia to stop for Kemp because he wow. just won his election in um, in Virginia. The and that, yeah, the governor of Virginia. And Virginia is usually a blue state. He took it from a Democrat. So and he. Glenn he, Youngkin. Yeah, Glunkin. He he got Trump's approval from early, but when it came to the primary, he separated, distanced himself. Mm. So that's a good move. Yeah, yeah. it's like I got in, Biden. Yeah. But you're seeing that with senators too. So like they just the use him as a launching. So point. the house, you could get away with that in your little stupid ass district. Yeah, your district might be like a whole bunch of hick niggas or or whatever. So you're seeing the house stick by kiss the, the ring, yeah. but the senators, except matter. for except for Herschel Walker, that's why I'm so disappointed with Georgia. The Making Georgia that an actual country. race. Oh my god! It should not be a race. It shouldn't be a race. That should have been over when he announced. But the rest of Senate Republicans, no, bro. Mm. <laughs> that's why you get Mitch McConnell being like, "We would have took the the Senate if it wasn't for these weak ass candidates that." That people He's are put up. up. Yeah. yeah. That's how so, you get that. So argument. he, Mitch McConnell's kind of like, 
He's an establishment Republican. Right, but what I'm saying is like he's kind of feeling weary about taking the Senate because of Trump's endorsements. His picks. He said those picks, picks aren't are, good. Yeah, basic. we should be able to take this shit easy, is what he's saying. But, but because it's, you're it's gonna putting be hard. up horrible. Makes it harder. It makes yeah, it more it makes it harder. than what it needs. Now I gotta put more money because it's, it's the Senate. It's the Senate. Republican fund that is pro- putting money in these races. Donate the money for these any ads, race, any race they, ads and Yes, the, the races that they think they can win, they're just going to put money anyway. But he thinks that if you put up a better candidate, the better candidate should win. We would have won this easy. Which is how it should be. The better candidate with the better yeah. platform should yeah. be the one who wins yeah. every time. But... His, but Herschel Walker got babies out there. His son is saying that Scott's you crazy. made my mom abort my some brother. shit, and yeah. you have a zero abortion law. And this thing is still in the race. Yeah, this shit is gonna, this shit is gonna come up to a runoff. So I was saying this um, outside. So there's three, there's three possible, there's three possible. Uh, who's this? I don't know. Somebody. T. Walrus it. says, "Is this a MAGA rally?" Which makes me want to boo him. But it is a mag rally. <laughs> Stick around. We Go are talking. We are talking about uh, President Trump just announced he he will be announcing his presidential uh, run again shortly. It's not a mega rally though. <clears throat> but yeah. so so let me say this and we get the out of here. Yeah, that's like our cue. The last topic of the day, you gonna say that shit? Come on. <laughs> I was like, first of all, go vote. I won't vote. Make sure you go. Make sure you're voting T Walrus. Yeah. So there's three uh, possible things, right, in Georgia. First one is Kemp wins, and they're saying that the way Kemp. Um, Ran his elections, he caught up with Stacy. You know how Stacy got everybody to the vote? vote? The early vote. Yeah, he, he he literally said this that Republicans caught up to her. Well, she showed good. it. She that's showed us good. how to do it. That's not good. We went ground roots with it too. So that's what they're saying. That's a, that's the first one, right? They said the second one is a split ticket. Herschel Walker. No, her uh Kemp uh no no, no that's a, yeah Kemp. And Warnock went, and they can show that the incumbency has power. Like, this is what I did for you over the time I was in my office. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's the most thing. That's what polling is showing yeah. that there's going to be a split ticket. Kemp and Warnock, right? Um, if Stacy wins, they're saying, "Damn, she Georgia isn't as purple as we thought. It might be more blue. It might be more blue than we thought. If Stacy wins, and shout out to how she won her campaign, and she's been telling us this whole time that polling has been wrong this whole time. And I believe her, because it's and, been wrong since I've been following and, politics. And this is a shout out to her if she wins. So there's so many different storylines. Uh-huh. It's so good. It's like, it's like a Lord of the Rings novel, nigga. You can, depending on which page you land on, it could be a different <laughs> answer. We get a Kemp, we get a Kemp Warnock split, incumbents win. We get a Warnock, we get a Kemp uh, Herschel Walker Horrible. ticket. That'd be crazy for us. Republicans really did the grassroots; yeah. they caught up to us. We get a Stacey Warnock. That'd be nuts. 
Georgia isn't as purple. Georgia isn't as purple as we thought. Which is what we've seen in the last couple elections. And the the diversity that's moving into here, to your credit, you've been saying this for years. You've been saying this the whole time, and I always push back against you. Absolutely. And we will see who wins. We'll see. Tuesday. And that will be a nice segue. You could be right. Yeah. If you're right, I'll oh, shut the fuck up. I'll shut It's like I've been right about fucking um, gentrification in our area, in our hood, bro. If you get, if you get a Stacey, and she came right there. If you get a Stacey Warnock, if I get a Stacey Warnock, it's it. It's you. It's all you. You told me. George is not as personal. We're not know. who you think we are. I think I'm gonna get the incumbent ticket. I think I'm gonna get the um, Kemp Kemp Warnock. Warnock. Cause that's how, so. poll, that's how polls are. Yeah. The only reason why he won is because he was Secretary of State. And if if we see the Warnock, I mean, if we see the Herschel Kemp, that we know that the, Repu- true, the Republicans did what Stacey did, mm-hmm. and they got the grassroots yeah. votes. Yeah. They got, got they, it all the way up. Yeah, they got it up. But we also know it's the state of Georgia, a 90-something, I can't put a number on it, but 90-something percent of people who are legally able to vote have voted. are registered to vote. Yeah. So Historic numbers for his early voting, and it's, and it's again, because of Stacey. It's rivaling, what, the 2020 numbers they said yes. for early voting for the yeah. presidential election? It's just going to be stupid. So that's big. And I guess we'll wrap it up and say this. We're going to try to be live on Tuesday. Uh, as these results around the country come in. Yeah, T-Roll, uh, check in on Tuesday. Yeah, man, I just told him to follow. There is no hate over here. So we love everyone's feedback on topics, whether you're red or blue. We don't care. Everyone's input is important here. So we will, we're will. we going to be live on Tuesday. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Oh, I'm going to yeah. make sure I get everything set up on my end. So we make sure we get the uh, like the uh, the charts of all the numbers as it's going. We're going to try to get that. So I'll make sure that's ready by tomorrow. Uh, so Tuesday we can be live as this is going. So uh, yeah, that would be pretty fun, I think. Fun. So Bring the fam. Uh, That's the only way this shit's going to work, nigga. I was just sitting here like, yeah, might have to bring the fam on that one. So, uh, we're actually going to wrap this one up right here. Uh, So, thank you guys for hanging out. Uh, You actually came at the NT Walrus, but hopefully uh, we'll see you around some more. You can just, Uh, you know, give your feedback, man. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, fuck our liberal. It's okay. You can be red, and I mean, I'm not going to say what I'm, con- I'm conservative. Uh, yeah. He is conservative. <laughs> I'm conservative. Uh, I learned a couple of things, and I talk about political stuff and religious stuff too openly, but everyone's feedback is appreciated here. It's a uh, democracy. Conservatives do live, it's a democracy. We or, should be able yeah. to do a share. We should be able to have a conversation yeah. and be and, better and, off and for and it. Not- Come to my house with guns. Exactly. So, yeah, we're going to wrap things up here. Uh, the edited version of this will be uploaded on Wednesday. Apple, Amazon, Spotify. This might go up on YouTube this week as hey, well. Uh, so, yeah, uh, all of our info is down below. Make sure you follow appropriately wherever you listen to your audio or follow us on YouTube over there where our clips and stuff is, as well as TikTok that is slowly blowing up. Back on so, our <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed the rest of, uh, hope you guys enjoyed the rest See y'all night. Thanks for stopping by. Much love. Peace.